Okay, let's start the show. It's July 5th, 2012. Welcome to This Is Only a Test, the official podcast of Tested.com. I'm Will Smith. Joining me as always, Norman Chan. How you doing, Norm? A little toasty. It's it's warm in here. It's it's I don't want to say it's moist. Uh we have a very special guest this week, as always. I mean, always a very special guest. But Gary, what a new father uh is here kind of unexpectedly. We didn't we didn't think we were gonna have you today. Kind of a last minute uh, yeah. decision, but yes. We're glad to have you. I'm, uh, I'm very glad to be here. The hell so are you desperate. doing away from your new family? Uh, I was actually uh, expelled from the hospital on doctor's orders for my own mental health and and that of those around me. So the doctor said, hey, you're doing a great job here, Dad, but get the fuck out for a few hours? She said, because we've been in the hospital for a whole week now. Congra- congratulations, by the way. I know I'm giving you off-air congratulations, but... I appreciate that. And um, the doctor said to me, have you, have you left this hospital in the last week? Because Leah can't leave. She's recovering yeah. from surgery, but I can obviously. I said, oh, you know, I've been across the street to like Subway shop or whatever. And she's like, get out of the hospital for two hours and just do something else and come back here. And I said, oh, I'm supposed to do a podcast today. But she's like, go do that. So it actually worked out perfectly. Did she know what a podcast was? No, she, she didn't care. She just wanted me out of the way. I can see that. She just wanted me out of the hospital and doing something other than pacing up and down. So so congratulations are in order uh, from from everybody attested to, to Gary and Leah and uh, new baby. New baby. Girl. New baby girl. Babby. Babby. Uh, yeah, we call her Babby, baby. She has a name, but we're keeping it, you so know. It's, a, it's under wraps. You know, it's we, we, we broadcast a lot of things out there and onto the internet. But some things we want to keep just for ourselves. Yeah, I can see that. So, uh, so, but birth she's an official person. She has a birth certificate. She has a birth certificate. She has wow. a social security number pending. She exists. She's on the grid. Do you want to talk about the whole, like it was a, it was... We can talk about it. Do you want to do tech? Do you want to do what the actual podcast is? By the way, I mean... Nothing happened this week. It's 4th of July. I mean, it's good because honestly, I couldn't give a fuck about what happened in (laughs) tech this week. Yeah. I couldn't... I literally could not care less. Well, it's good because nothing happened in tech this week. Perfect July. It was very good of the tech week to do that. Did did anything happen? Uh, They discovered the Higgs uh, boson. Now, that's a big deal. That is a big deal, actually. Well, technically, right, they discovered... It's funny how they couched it in very specific languages to say, we've discovered... What looks the New York Times said what looks to all the world to be the Higgs boson or a particle, a particle. A particle that behaves consistent with what we believe the Higgs boson is. So yes. they, they'd stop just short of saying it is that thing. I think they're going to try to name it after themselves instead of after Higgs. And this has know. led us. It's very interesting the way the media has covered it because it's such an impenetrable scientific subject. It's like I've watched a bunch of video and read a bunch about it, and it's it's hard for me to understand. And I took a lot of physics classes. It's like when masters you land, in physics. It's like when you land yeah. a man on the moon, everybody gets it. Yeah. Right? But when it's something like this, where you actually have to have a bit more of a scientific language, when you're talking about quantum foam, the significance of it. Yeah. yeah. It's not easy to communicate. So it's been interesting to see the media trying to... I, the New York Times article I actually thought did a very good job of it, you know, explaining it in a way that I can understand it without making me feel like it was being too dumbed down. But there's very there's all kinds of interesting... The Guardian did a really interesting thing using ping pong balls and stuff to explain how this stuff works. Well, that video that was on... Uh, well, I pushed on Tested, the one with uh, Peter Niels, I think. Is that what his name is? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. Uh, did a real good explanation, I thought, as well. I like the, the and I'm going to get this all wrong, but the New York Times had an interesting description about how um, the Higgs boson is basically kind of like a quantum molasses that slows everything down. Yeah. And if it weren't for that, all light and matter and energy in the universe would just be flying around. Nothing would have mass. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It gives I, things mass. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the great universal governor of everything. The, but this, 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 the interesting question here to me is that up until this point, we didn't understand why things had mass. Like until the 60s, no one ever said, oh, okay, yeah. things keep getting smaller and smaller right. and smaller, and they never found the mass Or you, why the universe is made of matter and not antimatter. Right. We actually don't know these things. I think that one they, they have some leads on. Right. I remember reading something about that earlier this year, but I can't remember specifics. And the other thing that I thought was fascinating is to learn that the, uh, the Large Hadron Collider is still operating at only half power. Yeah. So when they t- crank that thing up to 11, who knows? End of the world, going. man. We're yeah. going to make what's our the, own black what's hole. The, what, are they all, what else are they going to use it for now? Uh, I think there's other stuff they can, you know. It's the world's biggest machine. It's deep thought. They well, have to I mean, use it to design the next It wasn't built purely to look for the... That was, the, was, that was one of the big goals okay. of the clearly, I'm, I'm sure it has other applications oh, yes. as well. You don't spend $2 billion on something that's on a gadget. Right. It would be the world's most expensive gadget if all it was for was to find the Higgs boson. Right. Uh, so yeah, the, that that press conference. Uh, did you actually watch it? You, I know you've been otherwise occupied. No, I've been. Yeah, I didn't pay a lot of attention to, but I did. It was a big enough story, obviously, that it caught my attention, and I read I, again tried to read some stuff so that I could understand. I wanted to understand. Yeah. It. I was like this is such a, clearly a huge thing, but I don't want to feel stupid for not understanding it, at least something about why. I, I spent a significant portion of Tuesday reading about the Higgs boson, and I still have like I just don't have the the math and the quantum mechanics to understand more than hey, this is the thing that gives it mass because it's a field of particles move through a field of this and light moves at one speed, one rate. And, and yeah, it's right. confusing. Right. It's, it's a horribly complex thing. Um, that's why we haven't, that's why, I mean, Norm, I, are you working on I a Higgs boson story? I don't, do I have a master's in physics? No. Okay. I'm not qualified for that. Why don't you have a master's in physics? Norm? Because that would require being in school. Oh, and math and too cool for school. Yeah. Very good. Um, so let's see. Anything else in the tech front? It's been, like I said, a, a, a brutally quiet week. Is it partly because all the everything stacked up like between Microsoft, Apple, and Google? All that stuff yeah. kind of came out, and now you know we have kind of a quiet week. We're definitely on the downsweep from that. Oh, Microsoft announced Windows pricing. We haven't talked about that yet. Uh, Windows 8 is going to be 40 bucks if you download it. I think 70 if you buy it in store. Or physical Windows 8 copy? Pro. Pro. Yeah, the good one. There's only two versions of Windows 8 for x86, Windows 8, the normal version, and the Pro version. Uh, they want people to upgrade to Pro. Pro does not have certain things like uh, you can't play DVDs. Still, you have to buy the extended can you up, Media Center. Can you upgrade from Ultimate Windows Seven to Pro? That is the only upgrade path. Okay, if you're an Ultimate right now, which I think we all both are, probably are. Yeah, uh, our only upgrade path is Pro. They want to encourage people to use the Microsoft Store online store, download, certify, get that all locked in. Forty bucks. Hold on. It's, I think it's still technically a promotion, so it's until January 1st, 2013. So when you when you put your credit card in, is that the same credit place you put in a credit card to buy apps for the Windows 8 app store? I am not sure about the process. Because that kind of would make sense. Like that, that, would that makes sense. Like you create your, you know, just the Apple store, create your Apple ID right. and you have your credit card tied in. And when you buy apps in the app store, that is the same way you upgrade to Mountain Lion or Lion. Because I mean, one of the things that Apple found clearly is that once you once they have a credit card on file and you don't have to type it in, it's much easier to squeeze a buck or two out of you. Biggest assets, yeah, assets. I thought all the uh, crazy weather back east that knocked out all those data centers was an interesting story. Oh yeah, was it heat was it supposed to, was it hot? No, no, no. So, so no, it was, it was heat was a factor in the storms. Hey, there's an airplane. Oh, okay. There's this is something. new. Hey, no, we haven't the, even talked about yeah, that. We're in the new office, by the way. First day in the new office. Kind of oh. the first day. If you, I, I think I people that haven't heard Chloe barking now have probably sleuthed figured that, that out. Themselves. We'll yeah. kind of hollowed out uh, Will's at home. Chloe and uh, Chloe and Huey and Gina are all by themselves back home now. Uh, Huey's staying with yeah, us so while Huey is vacationing with you while we're in the hospital. So Huey nice. is your dog. We should explain that. Yeah, and uh, he's having a good time. Yeah, he's just laying in the grass and enjoying some sun. Doggy vacation. Yeah, he's, he's derping it up. 
Loving it. Loving every minute. I'll say I'll show you pictures before you go. Good. Um We'll see. Uh, so, so, net, so Netflix and uh, bunch Instagram, of stuff was down. Instagram, I guess, was the big one. Netflix is pretty big as well. So Pinterest my, and a few other sites all got knocked out. You know, I was I was in that part of the country two weeks ago on vacation because my parents have a place up there, and my dad was there while that storm hit, and he said it felt like the end of the world. And they were in the part of town that did not get the bad part of the storm. What they type of storm was it? Thunderstorms, massive thunderstorms. Okay. But so it, lightning and but like tropical storms brought on by these high by heat, high weather, yeah. high you know high temperature weather systems. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it was gesticulating with the the big. But don't worry, global warming's not. No, real. it's cool. It's fine. The um, one of the stories I saw on the TV news this week was I think it was like six or seven different cities, uh, on the East Coast and all the way to the Midwest and places you wouldn't usually think of for things like this, like Kansas City, or whatever. All recorded their highest temperatures ever on record, oh. like 111 so, degrees, a thousand record a highs so far this year. Folded down. Oh, that yeah, was in those metal mailboxes yeah. poles. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, so, so what happened though in Virginia was, uh, the, the EC2, the Amazon, we should talk about this with Andy's cause Andy's going to jump in. Uh, you have to go, you obviously yeah, I'm only here for like the whole half time. a podcast. I got to get, back. um, Andy's going to sit in Andy McCurdy, uh, our, one of our top men, uh, he's going to sit in and join us for the last, uh, last few minutes of the show. Uh, but yeah, the, the dad said it felt, sounded like the end of the world outside and there was lightning everywhere and it was more, he said it was more that it was really, really windy than it was raining that hard, mm-hmm. but it was really, really windy apparently. And, uh, Amazon's EC2 center had power problems and went down and with that went, uh, Netflix and a bunch of other places, but not us, which was exciting. Cause last time that, that data center had problems, uh, we were down for the, like three days. Wasn't the internet created out of, out of a DARPA net, which the whole point was you, it's not a centralized computer system. Yeah. You can't knock things out. Well, here's a localized weather system that knock things out for people all over the country. Well, but the reason that knocks things out is because the data centers are distributed all around the world for the internet, right? Mm-hmm. And even if you're using like Amazon cloud services, which are where we host our site and where Netflix is hosted and Reddit and a bunch of other people, if you localize your hosting, when you set up a, an EC2 or an S3 account, you say, okay, I want this one to be in Northern Virginia. I want this one to be in Seattle. And you can set it up so that all those work across different areas. Well, and, and, and what would you base that geographical preference on? Um, it doesn't really Cost. matter that much anymore. Yeah, okay. some of them are cheaper than others because they have more capacity than others. Okay. Um, or, or I assume if you're like working a business and you're local to that area, yeah, you might do that one. Close by, yeah, yeah. If you're, like if I was running a game server on EC2, I would run that in San Jose because I right. want a low ping. Right. Um, so yeah, when that, that went down, was it last year or was it the year before? 2011, right? Last year. Yeah. When we were, when tested and giant bomb and screen and all the sites were down oh, for, right. for remember, three days yeah. or four days, uh, that was when that, that North, that Roanoke data or Richmond data center went down and the same thing happened again when the power went out and, and I don't, I don't, I, so there's no redundancy or anything. One of these data centers get, gets hit and that's it. Well, there could be redundancy. It's up to people to implement redundancy. That's right. the thing that we learned. Uh, last year, and Andy, Andy was on the show last year when it happened. We talked about it at length. And to be fair, with the exception of Instagram, which I think was down the longest, yeah. most of those services they got them right back up. Netflix popped up much faster. It seemed like everybody learned from last year's outage. Not everybody that was affected by last year's outage learned. Now, not what's, to what rely do you think is happening area. there? Are they fixing power? Are they restoring power to the data center? Are they rerouting to other data centers? Well, how do they respond to this? Um, like well, it depends on how you have it set up on your on your service. I wish Andy was here because he, he's on the phone call right now, but he could explain all he, this stuff. He much would better actually than know me. the answers. Yeah. Okay. Do you think there's an unrealistic expectation that these services should always be up? And yeah, that of course. Four hours down is going to destroy Absolutely. your life. I pay eight dollars a month for Netflix. That should be up every time I need to use it. You know, you know what it's like. You go to a website or a, a internet service that you use frequently, and it's not up, and you. You just you you shit the bed immediately. Like, oh, why yeah. is it not a real? Uh, well, the, I pay eight bucks a month for this thing. The other day, I tried to load a website and was like, oh, five seconds to load. Fuck it, closing the tab. I'm going to someplace else. 
Right. Basically. I'll go read that story in Google Reader. I do that any, I do that anytime I go to a piece of content and I've got to sit through an ad first. What happens is I look at look at a link and I go, Oh, that story looks interesting. Click yeah. on the link. Realize I have to sit through a thirty second ad to get to it. That means I and never I, click and on I, a link. And, and that I immediately side again. recalculate my level of interest in the content. I'm yeah. like, Well, and if it doesn't survive the thirty second ad test, a lot of times I just I just click on and I never see that Move piece along. of content. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interstitial pre-roll interstitials are, are are bad they're killers at least a lot of them these days give you the little you can click off this thing in five seconds but yeah. at least give us a chance you yeah. know they say that's fair enough but I always the ad, ad speak for itself i've been watching a lot of hulu lately i would love to see the statistics for those ads that have that five second bailout the number of people that actually end up watching the whole ad it's got to be it's, if it's a really good ad trivia. it has to be a great ad yeah like a movie trailer or something that you would yeah. actually might be interested in watching I yeah I don't think there's any movies coming out for the rest of this year that I would wait f- for the trailer. But I'm saying on, that's though. the one occasion where there might be something. Which one's Skyfall? James Bond. Yeah. Django. Um, I'd watch yeah I'd watch the Django trailer. I, although I'm thinking I might go into Django Cold from this point. That's a good way to go. Yeah. And uh, and what's the Neil Blanc Blancoff Blancoff Elysium Elysium? That's next year though, right? I think that might be next year. Yeah. Um, Comic Con's next week. Yes, we're excited about that. Yes, I get excited. to go. Hey, congrats. high five. High five. Um, I thought that, um, you know, so our due date was actually yesterday and the baby came two days early. Yeah. But we're expecting, as is often the case with first babies, for it to go a little bit late. And so if the baby had not come yet or if it had just come and Leah needed help, obviously I wasn't going to go to Comic-Con. Uh, but it came just early enough. And I think, you know, we're kind of getting out of the woods that by next week and her family's going to be here and her family's going to come out and be around so I can I can be away for 24 hours and not fret uh, that I actually get to go to Comic Con that's a, awesome you're doing a couple of panels I'm really excited cool yeah uh, well, we'll see you down and there and you guys are going we're, we're going to be there too uh, okay. we're, we'll be at Adam's party and and, and uh, uh, Wootstock and, and walking around the show floor Norm's going to take pictures and I'll help wrangle costume people like like we always do to me it's perfect because I'm flying in and out real quick because again you don't want to be yeah. too long it's Vegas rules it's it's one I, I, get to, I get to do one overnight go to some cool parties mm-hmm. do one full day at the show yep. do some panels see everything and I think you can kind of do it in a day well I, it, I, Nope. If you don't care no, about panels, well, it depends. I mean, if you really want to hit all those panels, you know, to see one it's panel, the move. You really, I mean, you can't see it on Monday. You really, Monday. really have to plan your Comic Con schedule like, yeah. militarily. If you, you have want to, to get the best out of it. You reconcile with the fact that you won't see everything and just be happy with what you can see. Somebody should do like a like a Comic Con survival guide, like publish a book. Or Everybody, every time people do that, they're terrible. Are they? Yeah. We'll do a, they, somebody should do a good one. It's okay. different every year. But the point is, if you want to see some of these panels, I mean, you pretty much have to dedicate your whole day to that panel. Yeah. If it's, if it's at, say, four o'clock, and it's like Twilight or Avengers or something like something that. Something that there's going to be a big line for. You better be in line at yeah. what, Norm? The night before. Yeah, the night before in some cases. Midnight. If you want good seats. Overnight. Yeah. I, um, so anything else that might be happening that day at Comic-Con, you don't forget it. about it. Yeah. You're saying my day is this one panel. You're going to miss out on all the crazy viral stuff and yeah. all the all the. All I the saw cool someone on my Twitter posted a thing going, oh yeah, Friday's going to be great. There's this panel and that panel and that panel. <laughs> I'm like, if you think you're going to all of those, you're crazy. Yeah. Hello, noob. Yeah, I um, <laughs> my rule about Comic Con and PAX are kind of the same, right? If you're there, you should pick one or two panels that you absolutely want to see, yeah, and then spend the rest of the time having fun. But PAX is not on the same level of craziness. Well, as the Comic-Con. lines, the lines are kind of equivalent. It's not like to the, the big size. Jerry and Mike panel type yeah. things, yeah. But that's the, those are the things you presumably want to go yeah. to anyway. But lot, yeah. most things you can get, in. and you don't have to line up at midnight the night before. Yeah. Well, PAX, you have to wait to play games. If you're there to yeah. play that's games, true. a lot of people are. That's then true. you're gonna wait two hours, you know, to see a Duke Nukem trailer. But I, off, I also feel that. Like just the craziness of, of Comic Con, and it's so crowded. That usually, so usually by like halfway through the 
second day, I'm like, I'm over this. Yeah. So going for one night and one day is enough for Well, me. it's Vegas rules. You want to be out in 48 hours, except for I think you're right. 24 hours is exactly right for 40 comedy. hours I can, in Vegas, I can, that's I it. Can do, I that's can all do much I ever long, want. I can do well, much longer. Three days, two nights. Yeah. Okay, that's that's fair. Yeah. I'm always... I, I Whenever I leave Vegas, it's always a little bit too well, soon. You, I wish I could stay that one more night. You spa in Vegas too, which helps you rejuvenate well, and, and that's fresh energy. I mean, that is, the, that is the trick in Vegas. We've talked about it many times before. And not drinking anymore too helps. And not drinking and just, you know, my Vegas is all about gambling, which I love to do. Yeah. Fine food mm-hmm. and, uh, and spa type relaxation. And yeah. that being allows rubbed. you to recharge your batteries and feel great. And you can get a lot more out of the trip that way. When you go to the spa, do you get a lady masseuse or a dude masseuse? I ask for a lady masseuse. Norm? Not because I'm perverted, but it's, you know. Yeah. Never had, never, been, never done the spa. Really? No. You would love it. Yeah, you'd be all about this. Are you uncomfortable with someone else putting their hands on you? Yeah, he's no, super Even in a therapeutic a type context? It's medical. Nah. Uh, you would, I, don't, you, I don't believe it. If you in, did it, you would, you would have a different attitude. I see. I had, everybody has the same attitude at first. Dudes. All dudes all have the same attitude at first. I don't like being handled. And then you get but it's such a relax. The whole experience from door from yeah, coming in you're, to leaving. You're unconscious. So, it's all about just making you feel good, and you get to hang around in your nice robe and mm-hmm. slippers and drink herbal tea and yeah. just relax. They give you some water with cucumber slices yeah, in it. Take a steam. Yeah, you know, uh, sit in the do the. You know what the best part is the hot and cold. Uh, Did I ever tubs immersion tubs? The splashback where you go well, from one to the other. Well, that's yeah. That's how the Romans yeah. used to do it. They would jump back and forth in the hot and cold, going in and is out. Is that hot true? Tubs. Yeah. Open okay. pores, closed pores. Open pores, closed pores. Did that's I ever tell fantastic. you my my uh, my spa story? The the sauna? the the, Nude the sauna. steam room. Uh, do I want to? Have we talked this? about this on the podcast? No, I don't think uh, so. So I, Gina and I went to some spa for our anniversary one year, and um. Like I was used to the kind of European style spas where you go in and it's like they hand you a little towel that is clearly not substantial enough to yeah. cover yourself. Some guy challenges you, just, you to hold a hot rock in your hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and there's a couple of Russian guys in there beating each other with branches. Yep. Um, and uh, so, and I'm blind. I can't see. So I, if I'm going to go in the steam room steam. or the sauna, no, no, I, I work. I at the time I was wearing contacts all the time. Uh, but even if you wear glasses, you don't want to wear them in the steam room or in the sauna. Right. Um, Certainly not. And and so I have to. I had to get rid of. Without them, I can't see anything, right? right? So I'm in the so Either spa. way, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, I got no choice. Because if you wear the contacts in, it really hurts. And if you wear the glasses in, Why? then because you wear the glasses. Get they get glued to your eye. And, okay. and the, the liniment stuff that's in the steam in the steam room is, is kind of menthol-y, right. which is, this, is, which is, is if bad. If this story is about you thinking you were reaching for a door handle or something no, like no, that, no, 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 stop no, no, right no, now. No, okay. no, no, it's not. It's not I didn't grab anybody's Johnson. <laughs> um so There's you know, a rope. You tugging a rope. Yeah, no, thank you. So I do this the the sauna and you know and and, and do the hot and cold pools and it's the fantastic. hot tub and the, yeah. the Japanese two hundred and twenty degree super oh, hot tub. Oh, um, it's really good. Yeah, water. One hundred twenty degrees. Yeah, you can't water? stay in for. It's long? like forty seconds. Yeah, you stay in oh and you you God. immerse yourself in that and then you go in the cool oh, tub and yeah. it's fantastic. Oh, then oh. it's 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 like menthol for your whole body. Seriously, you, know, you should just take our word for it on this and, and mm. go have a give yourself a nice sauna spa day massage get, get a nice deep tissue swedish massage and you'll come back and you'll be like singing its praise like yeah. guys why didn't i do this years ago so so what i didn't realize about this place i went in after i done all this I, the last thing i do traditionally is go to the steam room mm-hmm. and then i go take a cold shower and go get the massage right so that's the right way to do it so i went in the steam room with my my johnson towel my washcloth basically yeah and i sat down i put the towel down and i sat down on it and it's a huge steam room I'm like this is the biggest steam room i've ever seen it's the steam's pouring out it's just hotter and hotter and hotter norm's really shaking his head a lot i don't do you disappear of the story? story no continue okay 
So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, man, it's, it's really hot in here. And about this time, I'm like, wow, there's light coming from the other side of the room. That's unusual. And then the door opens. Oh, you're like dying of, of heat exhaustion? <laughs> no, 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 no. The door opens. Don't and go like towards a, the light. A bachelorette party comes in from the other side of the spa. No. So apparently there was a sign at the entrance that said, you know, co-ed area after this point. And I couldn't see it because I'm blind. And the guy didn't tell me when we were doing the tour. Because you know, so you accidentally wandered into the ladies' area. No, no, no. I walked this, the area. The the steam room was connected. There were saunas that were separate. Okay. And the steam room had doors into the ladies' area and the men's area. Okay. So so it was a co-ed steam room. Oh, okay. But everything else was dude only. So I've I'm never sitting even here. Heard of a co-ed steam room. I was flummoxed. This yeah, was a completely. I assume they read the sign me. and they were dressed. They were wearing bathing suits and yes. giggling. Yeah, and you had, I mean, oftentimes and in a steam room, you may not even be wearing a towel. Yeah, it's uncomfortable to wear. Like you don't want to wear wet trunks because they get hot and kind of Absolutely. burn you. But you can wrap a towel around. You wrap a towel loosely. loosely. But you had yeah. the small towel. You had the they, washcloth. But and you you don't want to sit on the on the damp. Tile. But that's often, uncomfortable. Oftentimes in a in a spa, in yeah. the communal areas like pools and so on, you are just walking around naked. Yeah, it's a naked it's a and naked that environment. Can, that can take a little bit of getting used to. There's but, so, you, but you get over it. And, and so you were sitting there. I'm sitting here on my towel, suddenly thinking, "Shit, I need to get the towel on top instead of on bottom." But it's still nowhere near adequate to cover to cover my shame. And um, and about your, this your time, gift. You get gift. Thank you. And about this time, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh shit, I'm not going to make it. Like I, I, I got to get out of here because there's only a limited amount of time you can stay in there before you start getting uncomfortable a, and I too hot. Have, I love those steam room and sauna environments, but I have a very limited tolerance. Yeah. I mean, I can maybe stay in it for five minutes, five or ten minutes at the out. outside. And, and I, so, was this traumatizing? So I'm sitting in there pouring sweat, right? At this point, in the now, steam now room. just because not because of steam, but because of but multiple reasons. Yeah. And um, there's like six six girls. It's a, thank God it's big, right? There's plenty of distance, and there's a lot of steam, so you, you kind of can't thing, see the, across. Like the wooden benches all around. The- it was the tile, yeah. two two levels of tile benches, okay. and I like to sit on the top because I like to get it intense and hot, and then get out quickly. I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting in there, and did you tell the girls that? What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was just trying to melt into the wall at this point. <laughs> so I was like, hey, why are there women in here? This is a wait. And the thing is, you but you look like you belong there because you look very kind of European Swedish. This might have been pre beard. Like, I can't like, remember. You look like someone from <laughs> like baby. You look like yeah. someone from like a 1970s Swedish home <laughs> no. spa catalog. Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> no. right. Thanks, Gary. I appreciate that. I'm glad you came back from having a baby so quickly <laughs> to bring me abuse. I haven't I haven't broken stride. So. I, I had the I had to figure out how to how the fuck to get out and you, just you, leave through the fucking door like why why is so socially complicated well, about this it's because you're naked everything's okay. more complicated when you're naked <laughs> this is this true. is true right yeah, I mean true. like yeah. I well to, I mean sex is actually much less complicated that's true that's true but I was I was trying to decide do I like do I transition the washcloth from front to back to try to like as I'm walking away? Just, just walk, or do I? Out. So I just put it up on my shoulder and walked out. Yeah, because okay. oh, really? You, you threw it over like a like a like sports like, coat? like it was a sports wow. coat. Yeah, wow. And just, wow. What a damn. And, and about this time, Gina walks in and is laughing her ass off. So wow. Yeah. Now yeah. ask the question: Would you have felt more uncomfortable? If, would you rather have the bachelor party or bachelorette party experience? Bachelorette is the important bachelorette yeah. party experience where you're there. Almost naked, and six women walk in. Or hmm. you want the the Japanese yakuza walking with the giant dragon tattoos? <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah. I think the bachelorette party six, was better. Six, you know, hard dudes or Russian with mafia giant, guys, giant tattoos on their back, no. sitting in the sauna, and you're like squished in between them. 
No, that seems really awkward as a blonde white guy. Now, yeah. did the, were the women responding to you? Were they like... Did, I don't think they that, noticed the it first. This bearded dude sitting here is kind of fucking up they were, vibe. They were clearly having their own, like... You know, they were, they were in their own world. Just, yeah, bachelor and then Bachelorette part of this. You yeah. were, you were the, They're uh, enjoying themselves. The yeah. entertainment. And then, and then you hear... I was sitting there. I was like, maybe they won't notice. And then you hear a couple of little giggles and whispering. Oh. And I was like, okay, this is the time to evacuate. So yeah, that was that was uh, that was fun. That was that was my. Uh, after that, I talked to the guy at the the, you know, the tour guy. Because I've been in a hospital all week. When you say it's time to evacuate, that sounds like whole the different. Last, whole. That sounds like the last thing you want to do in a spa full of women. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I talked to the guy afterwards. I was like, hey, you should tell people that the 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 only part when you go through this door, there are girls there. <laughs> that would be a nice thing to do, since you know. Yeah. Anyway. So that was my uh yeah that's my spa that's my bad spa story. I love the way the podcast is developing this week. It's There's no tech news. Nobody cares. Yeah, we got nothing. Is there really nothing? There, there is. I'm tech fine news, with it. By Norm the way. Chan, what, there, what do you got? Give us a little bit of tech news. We got to keep our like, nutritional content up here. You want to talk about uh, app store binaries corrupting? No. Okay. You want I, I do want to talk about that actually. Okay. All right. What's uh, there's a bunch of patent stuff. Um, there's a uh, Google Nexus Galaxy Nexus sales stopped because of uh, the app, Apple lawsuit. We don't uh, usually lot, talk about patent stuff. We talk about that stuff. Around this week. None of that stuff's interesting. But, um, but hold on. Hold on. I, I want to talk about the Galaxy Nexus, Apple getting a, a stop on the Galaxy okay. Nexus sales, because I think that's horse shit. Like, I, I think that fundamentally... Um, so does this mean that if I was interested in the in the current in flagship Nexus 5... In the United States. In the United States also? Yeah. I could not buy it now. You can't buy it. You can buy them in Canada still. You can't so buy them in the United States. So do they physically have to like go and remove them from store shelves? I don't think they can't continue importing them is the is the, is the the gate. So they could sell through the stock So they can they sell have, through what they have. But they have to stop shipments. But they can't come through customs anymore. Right. And Apple had to post like a $50 million bond to cover sales that would be lost during that time. Now, what is your argument? Apple doesn't have a... I, I think that their this? patents are, are I think that the I don't think that Apple's patents are illegal in the system that we have. I think that the they're taking advantage of what is very clearly a broken patent. But what system. I heard was that Google have a fix for this, that there's gonna be some kind of software fix that addresses I'm sure. the patent issue and that actually everything will be fine. Which is why the whole thing is horseshit. Yeah. If they have a software fix for it and they can fix it that easily, then it's ridiculous that they would injunct. And then in the same week, didn't Apple actually lose against HTC the on a Samsung similar thing? one, I think was HTC. the HTC, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I, the patent stuff is generally goofy. The reason we don't talk about it is because, A, the patent system in the United States is really, really badly broken with regards to software patents, but also because it is incredibly boring. Yeah, most this of is the not time. terribly. Give us some actual tech stuff. Um, I actually saw Nexus 7 in the wild. Really? Oh. Yeah. It, are they, are they shipping to customers yet? I don't think they're shipping customers. But a lot of people from Google I.O. had them. Yeah. So I, I saw in coffee shops, like some engineers. Did you talk oh. to them? Yeah. I, Picked it up, used it. What? You, so you went over I, and like cold introduced yourself? And yeah. Said, is that? Oh, well, I asked. I first studied to see if it, whether it was a Galaxy uh, Galaxy Tab Two. You don't want to waste your time with a no, seven no, inch no, Galaxy no, Tab, no, Galaxy Tab, Tab Two. two. Terrible faux pas. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I, I did the study and I saw that the backs said Nexus. I said, yeah. Oh, that's a Galaxy Nexus. A Nexus Seven. Right. And I said, Oh, and I said, is that a Nexus Seven? And they said, Are yes, you comfortable doing that? Just talking to strangers in about tech? It's easy. People want to show that. I'm comfortable asking about technology. Yeah. Oh, so the I, subject, so long as the subject, as is long like as the subject, yeah, exactly. Okay. If it was a girl, would yeah. you have cold call? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, d- doubly interesting. I wouldn't it's, ask about handbags. Or hey, anything, baby, right? is that a Nexus Seven I, in your pocket? I, I don't think think that would be appropriate. That's not good. No. Okay. Um, as, oh, it's trickier I, though with a girl because she she might be more a bit more suspicious that she might not know if you're actually interested in the tech or just using it to like get, you have get to the stammer. Line dialogue going. You have to get some good stammering in so she thinks you're a real creeper. Right. No. No stammering. No stammering. Confidence. It's a coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. You want a line like, "Hey." I've been staring at you for a long time. 
And I think that's a Nexus 7. So I can't see the pixels on that screen. Can you confirm or deny? <laughs> <laughs> can I hold your tablet arm's length to see if I yes. can see the pixels? Yes. Um, so, okay. So, it's, the, it's, guy, the guy showed you his yep. tablet. And it was only for like 30 seconds. Yep. And I moved around uh, the OS, Jelly Bean, uh -huh. a little it? bit. Fast. Fluid? Very fast. Good. It was yeah. like, you know, it didn't, didn't feel too much from the uh, HTC One X, which mm -hmm. I thought was smooth anyway. But, you know, the things that people talk about how you can... Uh, open the widgets menu, like the things that typically take a while to load. Mm -hmm. That was smoother. Um, not I enough mean, time to really say, like, within, like, reading. Yeah, like, obviously. So how did it feel? Chrome, it felt good. Yeah. Light, very light. Yeah. And and I've handled the, you know... Comfortable one-handed reading. The, the Kindle Fire and the... Um, the Blackberry, Blackberry, yeah, uh, which are both seven-inch tablets. Yeah, the Playbook. And, and this the one Galaxy Tab 7. Much yeah. easier to hold. It was. Um, I was watching The Price is Right this morning. Okay. You know, because oftentimes... Cherishing your time with your child. Much, yeah, there's not much else to do in the hospital sometimes. Um, and uh, Drew Carey's lost a lot of weight. He's huh? lost a lot of weight. And what I love about The Price is Right is every 4th of July, they do a uh, an episode where everyone in the audience and all the contestants are members of the armed services. It's just oh, nice. that's it's nice. A nice patriotic yeah, that's thing awesome. to do. So as opposed to 20%, it's 100%. What do you mean? They, they give precedence because the way you get into the price is right. There yeah. was a long line outside the yeah. interview people. Studio City. Mm -hmm. Century City. They, I don't know if there's a quota, but they definitely give preference to people who are in armed service. In uniform. Right. And, yeah. and on 4th of July, it's everyone. And they're all yeah. in uniform. I mean, they make a big production. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. It's great. Um, and anyway, the opening thing today that they had to bid, you know, like when you're in contestants row and they bring up the thing and everyone guesses on the price and the closest person gets yeah. to go up and do yeah, the game. Yeah, of course. The first thing they brought up today was the Blackberry Playbook. And oh, everyone, ouch. nobody, clearly nobody in Contessa knew what the fuck this thing was. <laughs> and nobody could get a close guess. And it was just, it was a bit embarrassing. Like, even the, even Were they the, going for the MSRP or the actual price that they're selling for now, which is well, like 150 I think it's the MSRP. Oh, wow. Uh, That's so, four yeah, $500. Yeah, nobody knew what to, nobody. Oh, it was a pair of Blackberry playbooks. Oh, perfect. And I think one person guessed like 1200 bucks. And, His and hers. Yeah. Four hundred dollars. It yeah, turns out isn't hers. Um, did you read that article last year about the the couple, the guy that nailed the showcase price, and they never like he was a student of Prices Right and oh, no, had a, oh, like, a spreadsheet with because oh, really? they because the thing is they used to recycle prizes, mm. so he had a spreadsheet with all the yeah. prices of everything that they ever listed, and he was able to go through on oh, the on so the, he did like an MIT. Yeah, he it was like breaking the breaking, breaking down the, the house, breaking down the house. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's easier than that. It's just memorizing. A lot of memorizing. Well, but Do you think a, when they figure that out, I mean, Drew Carey there are some back and, like, pro people without the thumbs with a ball peen no, hammer? No, no, no. This, was Bob, this was Bob Marker time, but... And, and okay. we, who can like, call the prices of all the tiny things. Yeah. They, they know all the Walgreens prices. And, and they know, like, the the, yeah. the MSRP and They study Procter & Gamble. And, and if you... I can't remember, like, on contestants, right? If you nail the price and get it right on the money, there's some yeah. additional price oh, is there? You, you get it yeah. 500 bucks or something, right? Yeah. This guy actually did it on the showcase, though. He got it right to the dollar. Big, big prize at the showcase. That's showdown. like a twenty thirty thousand dollar prize. Well, and when you get it right, like when you get within a certain gap, then you'd get both. But nobody had ever gotten it exactly right, and they wow. thought it was cooked, so they didn't actually air the episode. Wow! And they held the prize for a really like it was a really, it was a New York article. It was fascinating. I'll dig it up and send no, it to you. That's really interesting. It's good reading for you while you're in yeah. the hospital. Um. So why were we talking about? Oh yeah, playbook. Yeah. 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 Uh, relevant relevant the, topics. The, the, was a lot, the person of, happy lot of stories about uh, rim circling. Yeah, that's not good. Well. Not good for them. Yeah. Um. The seven inch tablet. Oh, that's, that's yes. where it was. Yes. Okay. Nexus 7. Uh, so we have one coming in whenever they ship. I ordered it. Like, uh, 200 bucks. I can see hour. this thing being very popular. Yeah, so a bunch of people have had it for a while now, and there have been reviews up. Oh, so you can... Uh, other thing I noticed, you can only use it in the um, portrait portrait mode. You cannot that's use fine. it in landscape mode. 
That's well, perfect. Wait, so does that mean it's no good for watching movies? I'm sure you can watch movies. You can watch movies when you watch a movie. It's going to come up in landscape, but it doesn't flip. It doesn't. Like the main, the home screen doesn't. You can lock. That's a setting. You can. There's a lock setting in the in the OS. Maybe it was locked. There was in in. Uh, well, there definitely was in Gingerbread. I think there I was. was in I was honey- turning it left I mean, and right. Sorry, there definitely was in Honeycomb. I think there is an ice cream sandwich. Because there's no well. physical switch. No, I know. So I personally though would be fine with that. I, that's on a lower end tablet, yeah. like web pages and newspapers and magazines, comics randomly yeah. rendered. Yeah. That's the way I use iPad. And then when you pull up the Netflix app, you just turn it because it's always. Well, as much as I yeah. love the seven-inch tablet form factor, I don't think it's good for comic books. Right. Or, or magazines. Illustrated magazines. Anything. Right. Mag- no, yeah. Not magazines, like PDF magazines. Yeah, because you've always got to like zoom yeah, in to really I, I see like anything and then, and then push around yeah. the page. Uh, but fun. I think there are like multiple reports. Bloomberg and Wall Street Journal yeah. Yeah. Uh, now saying that quite possibly uh, seven inch iPad this right. fall. And iPad we've been mini- hearing that forever, but now these rumors are kind of back in force. Again. Yeah. So September yeah. production. They're they're really doubling down on, on the uh, this 7.8 inch iPad form factor with using basically the same screen as the uh, iPhone 3GS. Yeah, so uh, not the retina. same. Yeah, no, same no, resolution. That, right. No, no, no. no same pixel density. So you just cut a bigger, bigger. As the 3GS. Energy. And that tells 3GS. me that they're, they're going to be going for 200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Going for yeah. price. Exactly. 1024 by 768 at 7.8 inches is actually the but same. But it's still going to be square or more, more square. It'll yeah. be four by three. Um, but basically, if you take, because the way you make LCD panels, right, you don't, it doesn't come out at this three point five inch yeah, yeah, size yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a big sheet and the bigger the sheet you know the higher pixel density the the smaller the yields because when you cut out you have dead pixels right. you're gonna cut out the good ones but the iphone 3gs that 480 by 320 um screen right uh those sheets are easily free cheap. yeah they're, they're so cheap now i mean they're making those in 2007 right so at this point they could cut out those bigger sheets put in you know decent hardware on that but that would be great mm-hmm. i mean if apple came in with like a real value proposition at the low end well do you think they need it Four hundred dollars is an iPad two right now, hurt. which sells really well. I think I think a seven inch. I'm really interested in a seven inch tablet from Apple just because of the weight and size. I think the closer you can get to making a paperback book, the better off you are. Yeah. So and what uh, do you think? Do you think they're going to do it? I don't. You don't. I, I think that they're testing the waters. I think they're going to do it. Uh, and the big advantage, even though, if, even if Nexus Seven sells incredibly well, which yeah. from all accounts, Google's making no money from this. It's it's going to sell well. People who like Android are going to buy it. It, it is the well, first this, Android tablet. I think use one. It seems like it's going to be the first Android tablet to really be confident. You can be confident in buying. Yeah, if it's any good at two hundred bucks, it's a it's a really really. I mean, it's it, it looks great on paper. But remember, they're selling the Nexus Seven at that price because they want to get people in the Google Play buying movies, buying music, right. buying you know books. And you compare the Google Play Store with the iOS Store, the various you know iTunes yeah. and iBooks and stuff, Google Play still isn't near iTunes. Um, and also, it's only in the U.S. for the yeah, Nexus for the 7. time being. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing about the Nexus is that they're only selling it through the Play Store. So again, they'll have credit cards on file as well, making it much easier to, to get people to buy That's apps. A, it's a Google Wallet. Yeah, the the other interesting thing that's happened with ice cream sandwich that, or, or that we or jelly bean that we didn't talk about yesterday is they're actually going to encrypt applications now. So uh, that should curb Android app piracy, maybe not a ton, but uh, it it should help that problem for developers, which is a good thing. The other Google related story I saw this week that I thought was like kind of minorly interesting because it kind of shows you the bigger picture of Google is that Google announced they're pulling the plug on a bunch of their lesser used I services Google. again. They did that a I few Google, months ago. Google yeah. Video, Google Mini. Wow, iGoogle's going away. I thought a lot yeah. of people use that. Yeah. I mean, so it, it, it's what's, interesting. You know, what's Google Mini? Um, I think it's some kind of server blade. Oh, oh, uh, right. The the business search server. Yeah. And uh, I, Google Video obviously has been certainly redundant for ever since they bought YouTube. Yeah. 
Uh, but it's interesting to, you know, again... This is like the second time they threatened to kill Google Video, We've seen though. so many things like Buzz and Wave and, you know, yeah. many Google things. Uh, oh, my God, I forgot there was Google Video. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be home... There was a lot of pirated shit on They're Google telling Video. All the users well, that's now. pirated a lot of, like, academic stuff, too. Yeah, yeah they, they sent a message out to all their users saying either download your content yeah. or migrate it or delete it because it's going away. Because yeah, I think oh. at this point you can just one-button migrate it to YouTube, right? Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it, it's, it, it speaks a lot about how... Google throws so much stuff at the wall. They're so experimental, which I love. And, yeah. But the result a is thing. a lot of stuff is going to fail. Uh, I noticed something interesting last night when I updated apps on my iPad and the Kindle app has been updated for iPad. So now it supports the comics that previously were exclusive only to Fire. Um, and I don't, I don't know how new that update is. I forgot to look at the, the time date stamp. All right. But um, I have Watchmen here if you want to see what that looks like, Jen. Okay. It's I not like, as I good just saw as... That. I didn't like the, the way there was a huge white border around the page. So well, like, that's, that's wasted real estate. I think that's the, just that's the way the page... That's four by three yeah. by... But it, but even when you tap into the frames, it doesn't zoom, doesn't oh, make the frames big. It just like that. makes them a little bit bigger. Like I, I, it could be that this. Com- oh, well, I downloaded this yesterday, so if it was updated, that looks good. That's a great way to. Re- still a great way to read comics. I think I love so. It. Yeah, I love it. that's why I look. I mean, that's why there's. I want a nine point seven inch tablet. Yeah. Is to read magazines yeah. and yeah. see images and photos. Really. Do you read magazines on the iPad? I don't. No, I read Instapaper. I subscribe a lot and then I read Instapaper. Oh, no, no, you know, I, I take it back. Uh, my Wired subscription, I get the free digital because yeah. I get the print magazine. Mm. And I have more fun reading the print magazine because I hate, like, the phone navigation. Like, oh, you... Yeah, the scroll click. sideways, scroll up not, thing not is real that. weird. Sometimes multiple pages are condensed in the one digital page. You have to tap little tabs to reveal, you know, the review section or something. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. Sometimes you just want to read a magazine. Yeah, exactly. You want to have a read a magazine, which is a euphemism yeah. for going to the bathroom at the office. Yeah, yeah. Vinny used to just take his iPad back. Somebody, then. No, somebody made the good. point the other day no. that the one of the things that's kind of gone away in the age of like the iPhone or smartphones in general, because you know you often take your smartphone to the bathroom with you, is that the, the you old, don't take your smartphone. I to do. The bathroom. Gary does. He does no, it at my house even. The iPads and iPads in particular are very popular yeah. for the bathroom reading. You don't take your iPad to the bathroom? No, I take my iPad goes with me out. Do you want to borrow my iPad? No, I don't want to touch it. Now my iPad 1. The, the you iPad. have a bathroom iPad? That's horrible. Bathroom That's even iPad. worse. That's my iPad 1. one percent. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, I, I use my second iPad for the bathroom. The iPad 1. I wipe I, my I, ass. No, no. Only, only a chud takes their primary <laughs> iPad into the bathroom with them. They don't have a well, dedicated no, bathroom like iPad. Do you have an iPad in each bathroom, God, no. or just one that you. No, he only uses one bathroom at his house. Okay, yeah, good. I have my own bathroom. So. Um, yeah, one percent. One of the things that's gone away is the, and I missed this kind of is like reading the shampoo bottle on the toilet wheel because you want some. I saw read. that the other day on Reddit. Yeah, the the 1992 Head and Shoulders bottle. Yeah, 2006 iPhone. That's right. It's amazing. It's amazing how when you're pooping, really anything iPhone? is fascinating to yeah. read. Do you not know? Do you not know how um how many iPod iPhones meet their demise in the toilet? That's and I'll, tell, and I'll tell you something else. It's a lot more hygienic than reading a paper magazine. Yeah. With porous pages and things. Well, you that keep the paper in the bathroom, and then when you're done, like the, your Entertainment Weekly or something, and that then is at the, the end ultimate of the week, bathroom magazine. You pick up the bag that it's in, and it, that, that goes away to the recycling. I just leave them stacking. So I think, no, 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 no. You don't I'd be interested in hearing stacking. from tested readers on this because I think you're in the minority on this one. Yeah, I bet. I, I think, okay, I'm because I think iPad, you, you know, a tablet in the bathroom, if you're going to keep that in the bathroom yeah, area yeah, or yeah, wipe it down, because. Yeah. I, I doubt that you wipe your phone down after using. When you, when well, you what, use what are you doing? Are you getting your you when you're ready to do wiping? Then you put the device down and use yes, use both. But there hands. are particles in the bathroom. It's what, gross. Norm's afraid Things of that the, go. Norm's afraid of poo. He's afraid of fecal mist. Right. <laughs> yeah. What are you eating? A lestra? Are you are you you're not afraid of of the particles? I, in your I know some people who rate laptops based on how hot they make their lap while they're on the shitter. 
Oh god. What about that, now? You, what about you, when you No, laptops especially. Okay, here's Guess where I okay. use that laptop, Norm. Here's a usage scenario. When you when you go to a public bathroom and you've got your phone with you and there's nothing else to phone, read, don't you bust public it Public bathroom, then? no. Your public bathroom, you're there and you're out as soon as possible. It depends you want to be... You, is it a squatting public bathroom or is it a sitting public bathroom? Even if it's a sitting public bathroom, it is like a time trial. It's like the Olympic time trial. If you you're can't not wait out, to get out of there? You cannot wait to get out of there. Oh, see, I like to linger. I like to enjoy. I'm, God, sen- no. I'm sensing some extreme hygiene uh, Yeah, Norm issues. has some, some butt issues. Yeah. Seems are you like, like Howie Mandel? Also, okay, if you're... With your friends out, you know, eating dinner or something at, well, a, that's at, a, at a restaurant, yeah. and you had excuse yourself to use the bathroom. You want to go? Well, yeah, that's a situation you where you want to minimize the shit. Minimize time. the time, yeah. so it's ambiguous which one you did. Yeah, you could have had a long it pee. Could, oh been my a god, you're putting so much. Yeah. It could have been a long you line. Put that much it's like, into oh, this. there was such a long line. I wasn't taking a shit. You never want to acknowledge well, that. The thing is, Norm's remember, Norm's still on the hunt for girls. You and I have different priorities at this point. You have to project a whole other image that I've long since given up on. Norm doesn't poop. No, because no, no, right. just like, but if, okay, girls don't poop. Okay. I don't poop okay. either. But if, let's say it's just you, okay, and there's no one else to worry about how long you've been in the bathroom. Like, say, you, say you're, you're out like, buying like, pants for yourself. Whatever, you're in the lobby I, of like a really fancy hotel that have, that have really okay. Nice four seasons. Now, now, now I know okay. Four Seasons does have a wonderful, fucking bathroom. great bathroom. In Las Vegas, the Four Seasons. The one here is magical. Oh, it's my and number those one. Those bathrooms downtown. are cleaner than the ones oh, we yeah. have at home. Yeah, they're clean like every twenty minutes. Yep, casino bathrooms, nice casino bathrooms, and nice hotel bathrooms. Yeah, the public ones, even the lobby. Go to the cliff. Casino Bathroom bathrooms oh, see yeah. too much Beautiful. use. So nice. Beautiful. Even there, right? Even if it's like, you know, a very private stall, or whatever, you want to be out of there as soon as possible. Well. It is a public area. Why be there any longer than you have to? I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I disagree. I don't have a complex be efficient. about this. It's not a complex. It, 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 and seriously, stre- stressing about people figuring out how long you've been in the bathroom, whether you're doing ones or twos, really? Well, like if you're at the bar or something. And if, if you're you on a date with a girl, that's yeah. because you don't want the girl to think you just came back having took a shit. Like that right. is not cool. Not cool. No, no not no. cool. And I really dropped a steamer in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, it's a, I see if I'm in, especially if I'm in a nice hotel bathroom where I'm doing a full set, there's like a full high door on the stall. Right. I've had oh. to share hotel rooms with Will Smith before. Yeah. It is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some thin walls. Ah, uh, you're lucky. Not you're, gonna, don't you're take your lucky. iPhone. I'm not, the iPhone stays protected in my like in my antiseptic you pocket. That doesn't. That doesn't protect it's like from they should anything. Have, you know how they, they have the little line? There's those little yeah, the gas, the ass gasket. They I, should. They should have little paper iPhone covers, disposable yeah. covers. That you so can, it's plastic on one side, the capacitive yeah. plastic. So you yeah, can, you can Do still. Do you know how to work the ass gasket? I can never get the ass gasket it, to okay, work. Are you sure you don't know? It's connected in those three little places, right? Yeah. I, I'll tell you, I was doing it wrong the entire time. You put the flap I'll, down the front, the right? The flap is down the front because the dirtiest part of yeah, a is, public bathroom oh. is the nook in See? the front. You didn't know how to use oh. it, right? You don't pull out the whole. Right, you're not thing. making a sliding board for the for no, the no, no. for the weasel. Oh. That goes up the front. Well, it's because you don't want your Johnson to be touching. <laughs> no, I the get dirty that. ass, dirty little nook. It's not so much that as it's it is the only weak point. A, I always have a hard time separating the little inner part. It's only three tears. Now, yes, but I always fuck it up. No, no. Here's how you do it. You fold it when it comes out. You fold it in half, and it's a top tear, and then the two tear. That's it. Two See, I just don't use the ass gasket. I just sit down. I, would, I now, figure this, my ass this, is unbroken this, this seal. This feels like a tip of the day. I think there's a video in this. <laughs> you can do it with one hand. You do the whoop. You pull it out with one hand. Yeah. Like you flick the wrist. And and it's, 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 you, you pull up and then down. And this is a skill that you've developed as part of your in and out oh, yes. doctrine and as quickly and as possible. And then you fold with one hand. And the other hand, you tear the top, yeah. which is one part. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the curve, because it's folded in half yeah. vertically, is you tear the, those two together because okay. you don't want to tear too hard. Yeah. Because then you rip in half. Yeah, you don't want that. Tear the two sides, 
and then you put, set it no, down. I'm guessing and sometimes kind of, you double double stack. I'm guessing you're the kind of person that when you go into a public bathroom, <laughs> you double you, stack you can, the ass gasket. Well, what if someone peed on the the? I would just not shit the, there. Well, then you got to squat. I just don't. I I can control myself. Okay. I think we should arms, move on. Arms raised up in the air. We have about 20 minutes left with Gary. Do we want to talk about the, the miracle of birth? Uh, and, or do we want to save wanna, that for... I don't for want to freak Norm out. No, I'm okay I, freaking I, Norm out. I, I've done, I'm done my job freaking you out with the, the do you, poo now, Do you want me to tell you what Will's big idea was? I, yes, please. Well, it was my idea. It was your idea. But I mentioned it as a joke. And Will said, no, no, we really have to do that to Norm. And I, and I voted it down. The so word to Norm. Yes. To is, is Will bad. thought this was hilarious. I th- of I thought, course he did. I thought that what Gary should do is text you. Well, so I, so it's I, Gary's idea. So I have, I have some really good pictures of the placenta taken up really close. Yeah, when we're it's like the, macro When we're shot. in the operating room. Did you bring your camera in? Talk about yeah. the whole thing. They encourage you to do it. You brought the nice camera. So the no, I know iPhone because I didn't bring the fancy oh, camera. Why didn't you bring the fancy? Because camera? I he didn't want to fell, you can zoom in. You can <laughs> you and, and trust me, there were times when the zooming in actually would have been really useful. But I just I wasn't thinking. Oh, like okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but anyway, towards the end of the operation, one of the surgeons said to me, "Would you like to see the placenta? Because it's actually quite interesting." And I said, "I would love to." And I went over and looked at it. It was fascinating. They hold it up and they show you this. How, is the- wait, wait, I don't know what what when you say placenta, I know what it is technically. Yeah. What is the shape consistency? You, it's an amazing you like, coincidence. Would you, like, would you is- like to see it? Yes, you do. Come it's on, cool, dude. Well, okay, explain to me. Tell, give me the word picture first. What okay. is it supposed to be? Um, the, be? The best way I can describe it to you is: Is it, it a look, sheet? Is it a it tube? Looks, is it so? It looks kind of like. Uh, the shape of it is it's basically kind of flat and uh, it has a bag, like a sack, a bag attached to it yeah. by, a, by the umbilical cord that the, ba- and the baby lives in the sack. And the surgeon was able to, but it was laying out flat on, it looks like a big, they cut it open. It looks like a really big piece of liver or something, like a big flat and piece. This is of, what the baby is inside. No, no, no. Not inside the this placenta. is what feeds the baby. The, okay. whole, the whole thing, everything that is in there that isn't the baby consists of the placenta, mm-hmm. the umbilical cord, mm-hmm. and the amniotic sac that the baby lives okay. in. Okay. Right. Um, so this is, this is where the connection between the mom and the baby. Yes. It's the Ethernet yes. port. And so they showed me the it whole is thing. Anything, it, 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 wasn't just the the, it wasn't just the placenta that was in this big dish. It was the placenta and the cord and the amniotic sac. And they lifted it up and kind of showed me the whole thing. And I was kind of looking at it. <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture. And this is gonna be a this is gonna be a big step forward. Do I get a bucket or something first, just he's, in case? He's gonna be fine. I've had lunch. He's gonna be fine. There's a there's a plastic bag over there. You could you could Mitch Hedberg that shit. Uh, I'm gonna ask you to angle this away from the camera for people that may not wish to uh, to see such things. Uh, so what Gary wanted to do was send you a no, text. No, it wasn't what I wanted to do. Well, what Gary suggested, this, jokingly, this, this, this will do a better job than any word picture any ever could. <laughs> That's a lot of red. Oh, no. There you go. That's that's so gross. But I, I'm so what proud. Is, I'm so proud that you've been able to to look at oh, it. Oh my god! It's nature. It's the miracle of nature. That is so gross. It's not gross at all. It's quite it's beautiful. a magic of life, man. Anyway, it, it's like the reddest jello I've ever seen. I'm glad that you voluntarily. It, it looks like a. The other thing it looks like it looks like a flat brain. It looks like yeah, a human a brain. Bloody yes, brain. it flat looks down. like someone shot a shotgun into. a Someone's head, and that is yeah. It, yeah, it looks like a big if you saw this in a movie, you would think, "Oh, it's perfectly normal." That's because yeah. I can detach myself from reality when watching a movie. If you, if you uh, had seen, if you could enough. only imagine the amount of blood I've seen in the last week, it I, is I, unbelievable. The sponge tree was terrifying. So that was well, like, oh yeah, you don't want to know about the sponge tree. No, Gary hit me at like eleven o'clock Monday night, maybe Tuesday yeah, night. I'll show you about the show you the and, sponge and tree and just kept sending me pictures. Medically and scientifically fascinating. We should when we have more time, maybe next week, yeah. we'll talk about some of these things in more detail.
more detail. Yeah. Well, next um, week will be at Comic-Con. At one but- point when I was in the cesarean, I was able to look over the shield because the, surg- the surgeons are looking right at you because Leah is like there with the shield up and I'm, I'm sitting there with her because she's awake through the whole So operation. you're next to her, okay. Yeah, I'm sitting Next there to her head. Okay. As her, yep. as her kind of birth partner. Yep. And, this, and I can see the surgeons working away. I just can't see what they're doing because they've got the shield up. Okay. And at one point, the chief surgeon looked at me. Because every now and again, they look at you and go, you know, just tell yeah, me yeah, yeah, everything's yeah, going course, great. Yeah. And then she said at one point, do you want to peek and take a look at what we're doing? This is after the baby's out and like there's no, not so much. So, just so what we're doing now is closing her up again. This was a C-section. It was a C-section. We, we didn't section. tell anybody that yet. But yeah. and, and here's what's fascinating is in my layman's understanding of what a C-section is, yeah. I thought they would slit cut a slit in a girl's lady's belly, pull a baby out, sew it back up. Yeah. It's slightly more complicated well, than that. Well, you learned that from like watching Westerns yes. or something. What, what they in fact do is cut your belly open, unpack your entire reproductive system, <laughs> take the baby out of that, and then pack everything back in. I have another picture that I'm not going to show you of Leah's... I'm not gonna, I have another picture that I'm not going to show you of Leah's uterus sitting outside of her body on her belly. Yeah, and they disassemble the layers to make sure it's intact. <laughs> I have that picture, yes. So double tap the focus. I went, I went over and double took a picture. Double tap the focus. No. And I, was, and oh, I went over and I said, no flash I, photography. And I said, can I take a picture? And they said, yes. And I took a picture and it was so fascinating. I ended up watching for about five minutes and eventually the surgeon said to me, you can, you can take a peek, but you can't stare for too long because it's... Oh, it's, blind it, you. It's, no, it, no it's, it's distracting <laughs> for us. Yeah, and I'm get, like, well, look, you're the last people in the world I want to distract right now, so I'll just sit back down. But I was, it, it was a really interesting left brain, right brain reaction because I'm obviously it was intre- incredibly emotionally invested in the whole process. And I was, it was very fraught and very harrowing. And Leah had an epically difficult 52 hour labor that ended in a cesarean section. And so it was just nightmarishly overall, overwhelming emotionally. But then at the same time, it's medically and scientifically fascinating. So both halves of my brain were having very different reactions to it. But yeah, yeah, so I looked over and they had the, and, and the, anesthet- and the, the, the anesthesiologist who's standing next to me, because he sits at the head as well, who was standing next to me and said, you see that big thing that, that looks like a huge red balloon? And I thought it was some kind of- Like medical thing. Medical balloon bag thing. And I said, yeah. And he said, that's the uterus. Norm, you're such a, you're such a- for, for what, Here's what they actually do is they, they I, 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 I kind of got it wrong. But they, what they actually do is they cut the, they, they, everything's in place. They cut the baby out of the uterus through all the soft muscle and everything. And then they unpack it to make sure they didn't nick anything because the bladder and everything, there's other things there right. they don't want to damage. They make sure everything's fine and then they put it, and it's like unpacking and packing a suitcase. And then they close it all up again. Right, because the uterus is and what, like multiple it, layers of smooth muscle just, or something, your right? Your mind boggles that we, are, that we can do this, that this is what we do in medicine. These are the well, things we're able to do. Do you remember when Tom Green had testicular cancer and he decided to air it yeah. on cable TV? Yeah. You know how they do that? They go... Not from the bottom, they go from the top. They right. take out all your intestines and from yeah. the side of the table yeah. and then go down and then operate. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing they had to do that was fast because we were so close to being able to deliver through the front door, but in the end, the baby just didn't want to come that way. But it was so close yeah. that when they actually did the C-section, they had to reach up and push oh. the baby back up so they could get to it via C-section. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. So I'll so tell you about the sponge tree real quick. So they use a lot of sponges. Yeah, you know, to, and, and to, to equipment in up, general, to right? blood And equipment in general. And they put them in these little racks. Like it looks like a tie rack, but with these kind of bloody sponges hanging from it. And it really does look like, like something from a fucking hostel movie. Yeah. It's this blood everywhere. Yeah. And this is what I didn't realize. This is fascinating. You know, back in the old days, they would occasionally sew patients back up when they'd le- left, left a sponge in them. Or forceps or whatever. That happens all the time. 
yeah. enormous face. It's priceless. Yeah, you and think doctors are fucking on, on so the ball now, and don't so make now, mistakes? So now the sponges all have little QR codes on them, like little Android phone codes. Oh, my God. And they're scanned in and out. Because every every sponge so and every instrument you're so is accounted for you had the text in well. Look at the QR code. Norm <laughs> hates QR, QR codes. Code. We, we he knew not to bother you with QR yeah, codes. So you basically hate everything about this conversation. Yeah, the blood, the gore, well, and the QR the codes. Were you going to email me a photo or something? Of, oh. oh, so so I, really, said, I said to I said I said there's got to be some way to gank Norm with a placenta uh, photo because we yeah. know he would hate it. And I said, well, here's one way we could do it. Yeah. I said I was going to say to Norm. So I wrote I worked on this movie After Earth. It's coming out next year, and I was going to say to Norm. Texting. With Will Smith and M. Night Shyamalan. With, with, and the other Will Smith. Yeah. And I'm, next June, I think, right? Next June 7th, 2013. Hey, come to uh, Comic Con Saturday, 10 a.m., uh, uh, room 6A, and you'll see us talk about Perfect. it. Perfect. 6A, um, B, C, D. So, so, yeah. I was going to text you, hey, do you want to see a really cool After oh Earth photo? No, no. And then I would have clicked that immediately. Yes, and when you say yes, I send you a placenta picture and go, oh, no, I meant to say after birth photo. Damn, you autocorrect. <laughs> so it actually would have been pretty good. It would have been I only awesome. Meant, I only Fantastic. meant that as a joke, and then Will spent the next 15 minutes trying to convince me to actually do it. He wanted me to text you during the podcast because he didn't think I would be here just to get yeah. your reaction live on the podcast. After earth, after birth. After, after earth, after birth. It's an honest wow. mistake. That's very, that's, it that's been, very clever. It would have been yeah. legit. Yeah, it would have yeah. been legit. It was, but instead, the opportunity was wasted. Never, so I have a lot of other pictures of sponge again. trees and and uh, all kinds of disgusting. Yeah, as the photographer, stuff. though, I I am a little disappointed that you didn't bring the height, the nice camera. I think I think it just would have been weird to be over there like fucking Peter Parker or something, you know, focusing <laughs> in with the zoom lens. Well, and the fact while, that while you know the mother of my child is is spliced open on a table. Well, you were doing it with the iPhone. But yeah, I mean, but that just kind of feels more. I don't know. The, and the pictures are good enough. Okay. It seemed like good from enough. your mental state after fifty hours, probably you weren't you weren't in condition operating, to operate. Operating rooms are incredibly bright. Yeah, yeah, and, and trust me, when she's being when she's being wheeled into the operating room and I'm getting scrubbed yeah. up to go in there, I'm not like, oh, let me get my good camera. Like it's just not what you're <laughs> you thinking. Plug the about. SD card and the photo stream. Like check your photo stream. The <laughs> right. fuck. It's yeah. Just, Okay, there's my alarm um, going off. Yeah, so, so you, you've got 10 minutes before 2.40. Do you want to take I've a got, break I, now? I'll give you five more minutes, but then I should okay. go. Uh, anything else we want to talk about with Gary before? Uh, <sighs> so so at the end of this, though, just so yeah. everybody knows, yeah. beautiful girl, 10 toes, 10 beautiful fingers. Beautiful baby girl born 2.28 a.m. on Monday morning from a labor that started midnight on Friday. That's so a long time. Epically long. Yeah. And I, I, thought, I thought it was very sweet that you were, because I, I went into a bit, I was so nervous, I didn't want to be updating people, but I was very much yeah. aware of the fact that people... Who nice. knew that we had gone into labor? Were like, why haven't we heard anything? Yet? Oh yes. And so you were googling like, how long can I, labor I had, last? Yeah, I had like on my phone, out at dinner, googled many times. That's very how sweet. long can labor? Norm and I had multiple and back the, and, and forth terse iMessages. The answer is it is not supposed to last fifty-two yeah. fucking hours, yeah. Uh, yeah. but it did. And Leah is an absolute superhero, and I am yeah. just in awe of her strength and courage in, in getting through this thing in one piece. She the tech amazing. nerd part of us, though, I was wondering which social network would you choose as your favorite one, most favored social network to update the, give the first update? Because I was doing the Google Plus, Twitter, Facebook. I think I would probably do it on Twitter. Okay. Because I, you know, Google Plus is kind of a wasteland, and I <laughs> yeah, don't know. Yeah. Um, Facebook. But yeah, I was aware that we had done a kind of like a, like a water breaking, here we go type thing at the beginning of the process. So you yeah. kind of start the clock ticking on people that know what you're talking about. One. Yeah. So I was a little bit nervous about, uh, I, just, I just wasn't in the mood to, uh, you know, it wasn't one of these things like, oh, I've got to put this on the social networks. Right. It's like, they, I didn't want to update anyone until we had real, really good yeah, news. 
Uh, family members were getting updated, but everyone else, fuck them. You know, it just it just wasn't important to us. Leah was at that time. tweeting and texting, or not tweeting, but texting. Well, I mean, the amazing thing is she was much more resilient. I was more freaked out than she was. She's super good at this sort of stuff. Like she wasn't afraid. She mm. was super. She was dealing with like levels of pain that I would I would have run up the white flag long ago. But she was she was taking it like a champ. What did and, Bill Cosby um, say? It's like putting your tongue on the your bottom lip or your tongue on the butt over your head or something. Uh, yeah. She described it as. I'm not, actually, I'm not going to tell you how she described okay. it because it, it was awful. Um, <laughs> it was it was agonizing to watch and very harrowing, but it, in the end, it was all worth it because we have a beautiful baby girl and we couldn't be more happy. And uh, Will came to Will and Gina came to visit the hospital and got to meet her. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd never held a one day old baby before, and and it took it, it was, took it took Will some convincing because Gina was holding her and she was loving it, and I said to Will, "You sure don't want to hold?" It? He's like, "Ooh, like he was worried he might drop well, her." He was just kind of. Uh, it was weird. more. It was more the head. Tra- Honestly, it's yeah. the head transfer because the, the thing head about the head, around. you can't. You got to hold the head. Yeah, you got to. Um, yeah. Unlike Chloe, where you hold the ass. But yeah, yeah. You, but you just head. put the hand behind the head, or you keep it in the crook of your arm. And I wasn't. It was. It was literally the fear thing for me. Shit. The fear thing for me is is moving from one person's arm to the other. That seems like the danger yeah. point. Yeah. Everything else no, seems pretty and, easy. And the funny thing is I used to be terrified. I had the same thing, terrified of like taking other people's kids yeah. and drop them. You don't know how to hold them. I don't touch the your new iPhone. The thing is after like three days, now when Leah and I like, we, yeah, we practically like toss this, toss this baby around like a football. It's, it's great. Like, Here you go. Social wow. services is listening right now. You just you just get used to it, and yeah. you, you become much more comfortable holding it. And now I can kind of like move around the, the the room with the baby in the crook of my mm-hmm. arm, like a, they call it the football hold. Yeah, it's all legit. Yeah, um, it's, it's amazing. Well, fifteen, eight, twenty years later, I'll be like, oh, I remember when you babby was just a babby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, the great thing is, yeah, if the, if if she's ever a pain in the ass year, years later, we've got a great labor story to guilt trip her with. It's like, yeah. I have no idea what we went through trying to bring. Here's, this hey, world. if you don't if you don't do this right, I'm going to make you look at pictures of your placenta. The great thing was though, I thought I thought it was really cute how like after ten minutes of you holding the baby, I was like, do you want to give her back? Are you done? And no, I'm like, good. no, I'm good. Like you, but you just keep looking down and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe this little thing came out of her yesterday. That's it's amazing. Just, it's just delightful and miraculous yeah. and just the best thing in the world. It's fantastic. Well, and on that note, let's take a quick break. Uh, thanks, Gary, for coming out and uh, go back to your wife. So no podcast next week because you'll be in probably Comic-Con, not right? I think I think we might maybe Norm and I will jam something out on Tuesday or something before we go but if you want to say hello to me at Comic Con uh, yeah 10am Saturday morning room 6A for the After Earth panel and then uh, later that day 2pm in room 25 ABC I think for the okay. Image Comics panel where I will have yeah. something to announce something new yet been announced yet oh so that's cool. exciting I, I mean for people who can't make it to Comic Con would do any type of after Comic Con who live in the San Diego area maybe a, a quick meetup or something downtown san diego gas uh, possibly maybe, in the earlier for, part of friday night i might be yeah able to do fr- friday night maybe all right yeah. okay go have cocktails or something someplace yeah so, we'll sounds tw- good we'll guys. tweet it out yeah all right thanks uh, guys. thanks, thanks for having me i'm going back uh, to my yeah family. go say hi to hi God, the wife and kids so weird <laughs> all right see you later bye guys and we're back uh joining us taking the seat of gary what is andy mccurdy how you doing andy i'm good how are you you need to get right up on that microphone sir I'm right up on it. Yeah. Uh, t- fabled top men, uh, Django expert, uh, Python user extraordinaire. You're wearing a Django t-shirt right now. Tell people what Django is. Uh, Django is a web framework built on top of Python. So it's like WordPress? Uh, Except for, for Python and not PHP? Well, Word- WordPress is a framework, but it's more of a walled garden. It's it's meant for blogs. Okay. Whereas Django is more general purpose. It's more meant for, you can certainly build a blog in it, but you can also build various other types of applications Instagram as well. is built on Django. It is, yes. What What else? Uh, I know there's some e-commerce stuff that's built on Django. Uh, Discuss is built on Django. The, the pl- comments plugin thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a, there's a, a fair bit 
of, of high profile sites now that are in, including such sites as Tested and Giant Bomb and yeah. Comic Vine and I, Screen. I, I and hear those are all on Django. As they're well. all Django sites yeah. as well. Cool. Um, so what are you doing? What are you doing these? You, so you came with us, or I we did. came with you? I don't know what the get, yeah. get get dude get right up on that thing. Don't be don't be afraid of it. Don't be shy. I did. Uh, I set sail with uh, with you and Norman. Coons and, and corn and corn, yeah. And that's it. And the Joey, guys. yeah, and 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 Hansa and his crew. Yes, the the Czech Republic crew. Yes. Um. So what have you been doing lately? We've been we've been talking. I mean, we, we, uh, I guess we talk on IM all the time, but it's usually just me bitching at you about <laughs> things. So, uh, well, we 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 relaunched tested, and we uh, hmm. we launched our mums site. Okay. Uh, that was fun. That seemed fun. Um, it was a little bit of natural birth control, but okay. nevertheless, you know. So you're never having like, kids now is what you're yeah, telling me. Yeah, more or less. Okay. More or less, yeah. Like, how far are you willing to go to not? Norm, at this point, I think is going to is gonna be celibate from here on out because he doesn't want to have to deal with the birth process after talking to Gary for I, the I last hour. A, a voluntary coma for 10 months. Nine <laughs> months. Eight, eight, eight and a half months. Yeah. You just become a priest. No, I just want the coma between the. the oh, oh! You just want to wake up when the baby's new. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. new new oh, babies baby? are pretty cute. That's awesome. Like yeah. you see a new baby and it hits like yeah, I'm a little older than you guys, but it hits me, and you're like, oh man, baby, yeah, baby, that's a, that's a good looking baby. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about the Amazon EC2 outage and how weather destroyed part of the internet last week. You mean clouds taking on other clouds? Yeah. That that I mean, cloud versus cloud, 2012. <laughs> Um, so most of the outage was actually caused by a uh, power outage. Okay. Um, it's unclear whether. Do you think uh, they'd have like a battery backup or something on that thing? Yeah. Right? M- most, most large data centers depot? have some sort of like diesel generator. Yeah. Backup. Big Caterpillar 20 right. megawatt generators right, like or something. Huge. Right. Yeah. Um, it's unclear to me if they kicked in and ran out or if they just didn't start at all. So when, uh, like when you're, you've bought for, you bought it space at data centers. So this is something I don't really understand how it works. When you buy space at a data center, which we don't do because we use Amazon cloud services. Mm-hmm. But if we were say buying either rack space and putting our own machines in it or buying like pre-configured rack machines at a, at a data center, when you buy it, do they say, Hey, we have this much battery backup and then the generators kick in and we're good at that point for this long. Yeah. that That's generally a service that's, uh, that they they tout on their website, so you know that, and and the generally they'll be uh, plugged into a number of different backbones like AT and T or uh, Verizon, uh, Verizon, or... and you know Sprint, and you know. Okay. So so those are so the two we, kind of primary things. For power and network. Okay. Those, those are the and those really that's those are the two things that you're buying at a data center. Power and network. Okay. Um, certainly space as well. Physical physical space. But that's not. That's generally not that expensive. But okay, so so but we use Amazon Cloud Services, which is a, a, just a fancy way of saying virtual machines in a giant computing cloud, right? Yeah. So we're basically leasing virtual machines from Amazon. So Amazon's data centers have hundreds of thousands of servers running all the time, and okay. uh, they go in and they partition them out uh, into various sized units of capacity. So you can go and get a, a, a teeny little uh, one CPU virtualized. So, that, so that's or, like one virtual CPU and two gigabytes of RAM and 16 gigabytes of storage or something like that, exact, real small? Exactly. Uh, all the way up to, uh, I believe the top is like 32 processors or 64 processors of virtual now. Yeah. Um, and 
up to, I think, 68 gigs of RAM. Wow. Uh, That's a lot of RAM. And then virtually endless storage with their with EBS. Infinite cloud storage. Yeah, more or yeah. less. Um, okay, so power goes out in Virginia. Yep. Two million people or a million people or some ridiculous number of people are out of power. My mom was driving up to D.C. last week and said that just the entire Interstate 81 was filled with power trucks coming from all over the south to help help people up there, which is what power companies do. Um, I, the batteries work for so long, then the generators kick in. The generators run out. What happens? Is there some dude running around there like crazy just flipping power switches? <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, thousands and thousands and thousands like of power the servers switches? know that power is going out and they're running on fumes and it, if it's they possible. start backing up. I mean, and- a lot of the battery backup systems are intelligent enough to communicate to the server like I only have five minutes left. Yeah. Or at least the consumer grade ones. I, I have to imagine that the enterprise ones are even more sophisticated. But, you know, they'll they'll notify the 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 server and say, you know, I'll, I'll shut down gracefully at this point. OK. Um, what. So, so there are a couple different pieces of the of AWS that that experience difficulty. AWS One, is Amazon Web Services. Yes, sorry. Okay. Uh, so, EC2, the Elastic Compute Cloud, is all of the uh, virtualized computing. Oh, it's EC2 because it's two Cs. Yeah, that's clever. Go. And it's S3, simple storage service, because it's oh, it's like the S's. W3 is the World Wide Web. But yeah, okay. exactly. Exactly. Simple storage service. Nerds. That's going to come up in Jeopardy one day. <laughs> no, it's too, way too nerdy for Jeopardy. At least, a, uh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so 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 one is the CPU side, the the computer side. And one is just storage buckets of storage. And, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. And and so EBS is a. Um, EBS elastic, is EBS is Elastic Block Store. Okay. So that's like network attached storage. Oh, for, okay. So if you want a SAN or something like that. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's it's more of a NAS okay. uh, network attached storage. A SAN is mostly like fiber connected. It's high speed for video and e- stuff like that, exactly. right? Yeah. So, okay. um, a lot of people what what they'll do uh, is put their databases and kind of critical data on EBS. Okay. The benefit there is that if a single EC2 instance goes down, they can uh, reattach that EBS mount to a another ec2 instance oh okay so so it requires a little it's think about it as like a usb drive and i can plug my that usb drive into another computer if my like laptop dies so so when you're dealing with the cloud stuff with with the ec2 and aws and and rackspace has similar offerings there's a bunch of other people that do so you can run it on you can run a vmware zen and do the same kind of thing with your own machines if you want sure um but you, you kind of have to think differently than you do about hardware because instead of setting up the machines to run on one particular configuration of hardware, you just set up the virtual machine to run and then you can make as many instances of that as you want or if one dies and you can bring it up someplace else or or like it may, it gives you much more flexibility in dealing with um, the, the things that get weird about servers, it, like it problems. Does, it does, but it also has its own set of limitations as well. So for one, uh, when you have a virtualized storage option or even virtualized servers mm-hmm. you're paying a, uh, an overhead price for the computing power so uh, it's hard to get similar performance numbers out of a single like ec2 virtualized instance versus a bare metal server but like the difference some, is you can spin up seven of these exactly. for about the same price as one bare metal server exactly and so you, your your uh your application has to be aware of that as well and take that into account when you're building it. So um, you want to do as much work in a distributed way. So harnessing the power of many of these computers uh, versus a single box. So 
so I mean, does that mean that you want to have like instead typically for a site our size at least, you'd probably have like one database server and then a few web front ends. Right. For this, are we do we have multiple database servers as well? Uh, we have multiple database database servers for redundancy sake. Okay. So uh, if the primary goes down for whatever reason, we can just tell the web servers, hey, go over here. We can promote that 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 secondary server up to be the master. Okay. And you know, continue on. From and it there. just keeps a constant mirror, or even just connection to the EBS volume. Uh, it actually has its own set of EBS volumes, and so it's using built-in replication. So it's connected to the master server, and basically replays every uh, operation that happens on the master server on it. Okay. And so it has, at any given time, it has a near real-time. Uh, uh, view on the master database. Okay, so so now we understand a little bit what happens inside a data center, one data center, yep. but there's a whole bunch of these Amazon data centers strewn around the world. There's one in Ireland, there's in Seattle and San, San Jose and Northern Virginia. And right, all and so place, those, right? Are, those are actually regions. Okay. And so within any region, there are um, up to five availability zones, which is Amazon's fancy terminology for a data center. For a building. Yes. Or, or is, it, is that a network no, construct no. or is it a physical building? Uh, it's supposed to be a physical building. Okay. So their whole idea is that the the availability zone is it, within a region is supposed to be autonomous, meaning if one availability zone goes down, mm-hmm. it doesn't take any of the other four with okay. it. Okay. And it's all it's all redundancy. So what's in one is going to be in the rest of the four. No, 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 no. So it's uh that's completely up to you. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you want to pay for it, basically, right? Exactly. So um. The, the nice thing that they do is that all the, so Amazon, everything that, you, that all the costs that you incur at Amazon uh-huh. are all billed um, like rate style, like, like electricity it, is, It's right? literally like so this many dollars per hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or this many cents per gigabyte transferred. Uh, and, and so the nice thing that Amazon does is they don't charge for internal traffic between different availability zones in the same data center. So it makes it, oh, okay. uh, uh, you know, fairly cheap to maintain like a separate set of critical systems in other availability zones mm-hmm. uh, for the, expressly the purpose of, of backup and, and like fast recovery. So we have two, we have a tested and then a ghost tested in a different availability zone in right. case that first goes down. Right. But we exactly. don't have a ghost tested outside of that availability zone. Outside not, of that data center, not right now. Okay, correct. So we don't. If we're down for a day, it's not that big a deal, right? So services like Netflix, which also rely on on AWS, they have clusters worldwide. Okay. So is uh, that for like performance for geo performance, or is that for re- redundancy? Um, I imagine both. Okay. Uh, so they uh, they will detect based on where you're your IP address geolocate you and, and route you to the appropriate data center. Okay. Uh, but also for redundancy, uh, there was an outage. There's an AWS outage. Um, I don't know if it was the big, it might've been the big one, but Netflix didn't really go down at all. Okay. The big one Netflix 
Huh, no, the big one, Reddit went down. Netflix was up, I think. Yeah. When and, we were and, down. And so Netflix got a lot of, Netflix's engineering blog got a lot of publicity at that point because they were saying like, hey, this is how we think about these things. This is our. Here's why. Here's how we approached it. Here's why we didn't go down. Yeah. That kind of thing. And so uh, after that first outage back in April like August 2011, yeah. I think it was. It was last year sometime. Yeah. Um, they... A, a lot of people started realizing that they needed to spend more time on this to figure it out. Including because, us. Including us. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I remember you guys spent a, a couple of months even, it seemed like, like just rejiggering back end stuff so that it, if nothing else, when it went down, we would have a way to get the data off so we could re-spin it up someplace else. Right. Our, our problem last time was uh, that EBS, the the network attached storage service. Yeah. Uh, that was the big problem. Uh, essentially, it was a uh, internal error on their part where think of EBS as like this huge bank of hard drives. And uh, the, the partitions that you allocate are all mirrored for redundancy. So if any single hard drive fails, no one's data should be lost. Okay. The, Seems like a good idea. Right, right. Uh, the, the problem happened, though, they, they had some failure and the EBS backbone uh, started seeing these failures and immediately started replicating uh, all, all of the data on the drives that it assumed were failing. And that create, created such a uh, such an enormous amount of, of bandwidth consumption that the the monitoring service got false positives that other drives were then failing because they oh, they, no. were, they were being starved for bandwidth and then so it queued those for replication as well and it just spiraled out of control. So it was a re- it was a cascading replication failure. Exactly. It seems I heard that on Star Trek once. It's what happens when you plug the positive <laughs> coupler into the negative coupler. Yeah. The whole thing just blows up. Yeah, and and so um, the reason that it was down for like three days was. Because they couldn't interrupt that process, it was designed to. So they just like keep feeding what, hard drives into it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just kept plugging more and more and more <laughs> hard drives in. Uh, the The whole system was working as intended, um, in that it was in fact mirroring data and and kind of self recovering. It was just using too much of the pipe to. So that's useful. why stuff kind of came up a little bit at a time. Exactly. And like some of our sites were up later than others because we had to wait until the replication for our drives was fixed. Exactly. And so wow. what we learned by that is, okay, we can't rely on a single service to store our data in. Mm-hmm. We had backups there. We had the obviously the live data there. Um, and even all of our instances, the, the, the boot partitions were backed by EBS. And so literally everything that we had uh, was on this like one thing, and and if that failed, we were kind of hosed. That was bad. Yeah. So then, what you move stuff? So I know know now you like dump stuff out to S three sometimes. We do. So backups like now are on S three. We have um we we have these you know replicated boxes that use ephemeral drives for storage. So the actual hard drive that's in the physical server. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yes, of course, it's not replicated or mirrored and there's no redundancy there but we have multiple copies of the data anyway so we don't really care we just want it on multiple different mediums it's just another copy exactly in order to you know it's in the event that like one of those is down it's super unlikely that 
three different things are down at the same time. Makes sense. Yeah. So it, a lot of it was just, you know, re rethinking about how we architected that, those pieces and uh, made them a little more rigid or a little less rigid. Cool. Yeah. Um, what else? Was there more tech stuff that we didn't get to Norm? Nope. That's it. Should we bump over to what we've been testing? Sure. Let me uh, cue up the music then. I'm on a different computer here. This is a, a brand new uh, way to run the podcast. So uh, let's talk about what we've been testing. Hey, Norm. Hey. What have you been testing? This laptop right here to my right is the MacBook Pro, Retina MacBook Pro. And I know, Andy, you actually bought one for yourself. You're, I did. You became early adopter. You said... I like the look of that screen. I don't care I if like it's a shit, if the first run is shit. I'm going to buy it right now anyway. Yeah, well, you also have to realize I was using a, f- a now five-year-old MacBook Pro. Peasant. Yeah, so it was uh, it was on its last legs. I didn't even have an SSD in it. It was so. the kind. It didn't even have chiclet keyboards. No, it was the it was the old gray keyboard. It's pr- um, pretty old. Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't before using this. I don't remember what it was to use a MacBook Pro because mm-hmm. I had You've a 15 inch. An air. I've been on air for a year, but even before, I guess before that, I was on my old 15 inch MacBook Pro Quartz Duo, and that was fine. And this, I guess, is two generations after. That was even before Unibody. Uh, oh boy, that screen is nice, but that software just isn't ready yet for this screen. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of holes. I mean, Chrome, something I use yeah. every day. Now you use Safari instead. Well, I'm actually still using Chrome. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, I, I don't f- find Safari usable enough to actually... Uh, well, the new Safari isn't out yet with the, the unified bar. I, I can't go right, back to a, right. a, a, two separate bars. Yeah, the, the two bars is a, is a deal breaker at this point. Yeah. Um, so what resolution do you run your Retina MacBook Pro at? Uh, just the native best for Retina Best for display. Retina, so it simulates yeah. 1440 by 900. But, but it's actually rendering yeah, at 2880 at, by... And then yeah, s- kind of yeah. scales down. Yeah. I do not like that. At all. Oh, yeah? What at do you all. run at? Uh, well, no, that's, that is what I'm running at. Oh, okay. But I don't like it because, for example, when I open Tested, right, and on my 30-inch monitor, I can a full window where I can see, because we have the, uh, the, the, H, the, the fancy HTML site. Well, what's it called? Um, or something reactive? Uh, reactionary? Um, re- re- responsive. Responsive, responsive HTML, where as you scale out and scale in the width of the page, it'll reflow the page for your yeah. ideal size. So that's why on phones, for example, when it sees, uh, I guess Apple phones are a bad example, but... Because uh, well, it, it reports the half resolution size. Mm-hmm. Same, yeah. same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. The, the pixel doubling is the same as on this new um, on uh, line as it is on uh, iOS, where <laughs> it thinks, for example, on the phone, it thinks it's 320 pixels wide. Yeah. And so you're only going to see a single column for our site. And... For the new MacBook with Retina, if I expect there being 2,800 pixels on one side, that I can have a window take up only half the size of the screen, and I still get the full width. But no, it still thinks it's small. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I, yeah. So, so I, I, you and I didn't talk about this at all because I used it for what four days, I think, before I handed it off to you. Um, and I had a lot of those. I had the same problem, like that. The fuzziness in Chrome and pretty much everything that isn't Aperture, Final Cut Pro 10. A couple of text editors. I think Sparrow's been updated now. Like, there's mm-hmm. apps are starting to be updated, but really early on with that laptop, it was it was rough. Yeah, like the because you you have this crazy resolution on the screen, but apps are literally scaling everything up and then shrinking it back down again, and it, it, it everything looks like shit. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. 
And then if you want to run, I mean, that's not, you don't have to run it that way. You can run at the, the simulated 1920 by but, a, a 1080. But then it's, then it's doing point, some weird scaling. Well, at which point it does double render again. Mm-hmm. So it double renders at larger than the 2080 by 1800 and then scales back to a simulated 1920 by 1080. And then there's dithering. Yeah. And as sharp of a screen as this is, I've played enough games that I can tell aliasing. And in this case, you want to see, like, if you squint, you kind of want to see the aliasing because then you know it's running at native resolution. Or at least yeah. a, at mm-hmm. least an uh, even multiplier. Mm-hmm. I, I found it really weird. It's also weird to me that in a, an upcoming version of Mac OS that I, I shouldn't talk about, um, they have replaced that best for this display. That's the new default label for resolutions they don't get they don't show resolution now anymore in, oh so it's in, dumbed down for even non for, for even like for non-retinas yeah. like in the air it says not that i would be talking about that right now it says best for built-in display now can you uh scale up above that above native no you can only go to native okay, so native best for native display which is their term for native i guess yeah uh, for non-retina displays where they don't double and then scale back down it's just the maximum the weird thing to me about that is the pixel doubling works really well on the iphone because mm-hmm. it's a very small screen and i would never want to run this at the actual resolution or text would be unreadable yeah mm-hmm. um on that i do actually want to run it at the native re- like i right. would i would pixel doubled is too like the 2880 by 1440 is way too high a resolution to actually use on that yep. screen but the way they handle the inner the interim resolutions, like the nineteen, ideally it would be nineteen twenty by ten eighty, and and there you, is no ideal. Well, what about Ide- ideal? I think would be ideally for me. Okay, for my vision and my eyes and the way I use a computer, I would like to have a crazy high resolution screen on that. So you, the desktop actually is twenty eighty by eighteen hundred. Yeah, and then web browsers and software smart enough so they scale up. Text so designers yeah. will scale up icons and text will scale up properly because text it's all vector based. Well, so Windows right. Windows you can do this. Windows yeah, you can type, just change the DPI setting yeah. and it scales up UI elements in Window Chrome and text. And it, there's there's some places where it's janky where people didn't build their applications right, but for the most part it works. And the way they handle on OS 10 is I think vastly inferior. Um, I want to put the as yet undiscussed previous next version of OS 10 on there and see what see how it handles it because I my hunch is that they change the way it renders for that but not in line um anyway yeah the, the other thing to keep in mind is that uh you know Apple being as close guarded as they are probably didn't give preview units or anything oh no to, to oh, no, no, no. really the, anyone yeah, right yeah. so you know everyone's like oh shit now I have to go redo all of my my app yeah to, to redesign you know, all their chrome exactly yeah. to, to work on this and and uh you know, we saw the same thing with the iPhone when when they when they yeah. launched the four. So, I, I, that's a that's a very valid point. I think that what'll I mean, we talked about this a little bit last week, but I think what's going to happen is, as by this time next year, incompatibility with Retina display will be something that nobody even thinks about anymore because people will just use the right version of the Xcode of uh, of Xcode, yeah. compile stuff right, go ahead and build their assets at the resolution to support that, and everything else will scale down gracefully. The the problem that we might see though is that because there's only one uh one laptop version at this point that has this retina display, yeah. um and being that it's at a super high price point, uh the adoption rate may actually affect how quickly developers go and, mm. and retool their, their, their I software. I think here, though, we're going to yeah. see every Apple display. I mean, this is have a similar DPI. This will run out to all the 
all the displays, I think, by, by this time next year, probably. Yeah, probably. I, I, th- I just think that, that with the phone, it's like, okay, well, the only new phone that you can buy yeah. at this point no, has true. this. And, and so there's a much, uh, it's a much easier sell to a developer to go and, and redo their apps. Uh, whereas right now, it's like, oh, well, maybe only... Hundred thousand. Absolutely, you're absolutely correct. Like yeah, yeah. Um, I think it really depends on how forward-looking the developers and and you see the people that are the the kind of premier small app app developers like the Sparrow guys and sure, you know the sure. Tapbots and all those Marco Armands and all those people will we'll do it. I mean, obviously Tapbots and Marco Armand don't build apps for Mac, but you know you get the idea. Some people will do it. Other people will lag behind. It seems like games work reasonably well. I played Diablo on it. Did you Did you get StarCraft loaded yet, StarCraft Norm? is awesome on the laptop. And you can play it discrete graphics. Yeah. Cannot play it native um, with the, the max out graphics in, in multiplayer. Um, but but could you play, you could play multiplayer? You could play multiplayer, yeah. Especially if you just played it 1440 by 900. Yeah. Mm-hmm. StarCraft is Which fine. is a reasonable it, resolution for that size screen. Yes. Uh, and also, it gets very hot. Yeah. Laptop gets very hot. Well, but, but you know what? One of my one of my uh, great discoveries with it is that I can actually watch uh, videos in Flash at this point. Yeah, and not have it sound like a jet engine was taking off. Well, uh, so even on the new Air, I couldn't get it to turn the fan on until I started playing games. Yeah, like I had to fire up Team Fortress, even Diablo. I, I can't remember if Diablo did or not, but Team Fortress, the fan spun up almost immediately. I hadn't heard it until I started playing games on it. Yeah, the the only time that I've heard the fan in the in the Retina display MacBook is playing Diablo. Playing Diablo. Yep. Um, and and it works pretty pretty well. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was surprised. I was playing like Hell Act One and had no problems with a mouse. Obviously, trackpad was terrible. Right. I I even have uh, I I've tried playing on my external monitor, which is a twenty seven inch, you mm-hmm. know, twenty five sixty Thunderbolt uh, display. I, oh no, you got the you got no, the HP. I got the HP one, uh, and it plays fine at that resolution as yeah. well so there you go um, yeah i'm i'm super happy with it uh it's not going to replace my gaming pc but it is a huge productivity increase uh, i'm for, sure for my work box uh norm anything else to add on that before we roll on um in addition to this lap this laptop um i was over at a friend's place yesterday um and i saw the new origin 11 inch gaming laptop the um, BFG origin? No, no. no. The origin is the people who... Oh, right. Used to be Alienware. Yeah, yeah, And they split off, and they're one of the few people doing dedicated gaming PCs now. And uh, Alienware had a, like a, the M11X, which a lot of people loved as a portable gaming laptop. Had discrete graphics. It, it was, was like an i5 or something? i3? It was It was a... I don't think it even made... I think, I think was, it Core been, 2, there was, there was, was a Core 2 Quad? Version. There was a yeah. Core 2 Dual version, and there was a Sandy Bruce version. It is discontinued. They don't no longer make the M11X. Uh, one of our friends, Nathan Grayson, loves it. He can t- you can take the LAN parties. You can actually do like... you know. You you get, it's a real computer. It's a real computer. You can do Call screen. of Duty on it. Um, you wouldn't call it an Ultrabook because it's definitely heavier and thicker than an Ultrabook. And it's 11-inch screen, so it's like the MacBook Air, but add a little heft in the bottom, bigger battery. And The thing about it was you could play anything you wanted at the resolution of the panel pretty much. Well, not just the resolution of the panel, but the whole point of these machines, and the Origin has one, I think it's, it's called the, the Eon, um, is that you plug in HDMI and you can plug it into a 1080p screen and then actually run games 1080p. Yeah. And so I was playing Max Payne, maxed out graphics. Wow. HDMI, Ivy Bridge system. HDMI from this 11-inch laptop to a how much was the Origin machine? Thousand dollars. Oh, that's a good. That's that's yeah, a fantastic price. Thousand dollars, and I'll, and you get you know between 27 and 40 FPS maxed out on 1080p. On was it native? In, was it native graphics? Native graphics. Native wow, graphics. really? 
Yeah. Or not, yeah. no, no, not Intel 4000. Oh, okay. Running discrete. Okay. Had, had uh, NVIDIA graphics inside, but also does have the, Obviously. Uh, the fourth, uh, Intel 4000. Huh. Um, yeah, I, I've been impressed with the Intel graphics in the, both the, well, in the, in the Air, the 13-inch Air. I, I can't imagine actually playing Max Payne or something like that. I, there's no way it could handle that. But Team Fortress and, and kind of Diablo and StarCraft and that kind of stuff seem fine. I think um, a lot of people, I mean, if you're road warrior, business guy, MacBook Air, it's very attractive. If you just have $1,000 to spend and you are in school and you also want to play games, yeah. you have a you know, a 24-inch monitor, 1080p monitor, which is... Even a 22-inch monitor. 22-inch yeah. monitor, 24-inch, 1080p, cheap. These are like 200 bucks, 250 bucks for a 24-inch monitor. Uh, spending $1,000 on one of these gaming PCs... Beats the uh, shit out of a MacBook Air. Beats the shit out of the MacBook Air. And you get to still take it to class and it's not five pounds. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You know, three and a half yeah. pounds or so. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's see. I just spent uh, time yesterday with the Elgato Game Capture HD, mm-hmm. which is a uh, USB 2 HDMI console grabber. Basically. So this is bypass HDCP or? No, it doesn't. So okay. you use uh, HDC, H- HDMI on Xbox and it has component inputs for PS3. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does H.264 on the box, uh, kind of light H.264 encoding. And a USB 2. A uh, USB 2 to the box to the computer. And then you run a piece of software on the machine. And basically, the way it works is kind of neat. All you do to record what you want is you start the, you start the app running when you start playing the game. Uh, then there's a pass through for the HDMI. So HDMI goes into the Elgato box uh, and then out to your TV. And the pass through is lag free. It just passes audio and everything out to your TV just like well, normal. Wait, so it goes... Game console, for example, yeah. say Xbox. Xbox. It's, it's digital HDMI. Yes. Uh, Xbox HDMI cable to the Elgato. Yep. Elgato through, pass through HDMI to the TV. Yeah. Encodes whatever video, 720p video. And audio. Through, and yeah. audio. And then from the Elgato USB to your PC, do you get a live view on your PC of you, what you, you're capturing? No, you get a laggy view on your PC. But you do get screen. Like you some you get a, image. it's usually, it ranges, depending on what resolution you're capturing and how fast your machine is and all that stuff. Yes. It ranged between like three three to five seconds behind and maybe 20 seconds behind. Oh, so, but oh. it's but it's actually like 30 FPS. It's it's no or it's low frame rate low frame it's, it's rate lower and frame rate okay. and and behind. What's the max uh, FPS and resolution that it captures at? Uh, it captures at the highest resolution of the consoles. It captures 1080p uh, for if you hook an iPad up to it. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can hook an iPad. Up I to think it? I think you're supposed to hook an Apple TV up to an AirPlate of the Apple TV. Okay. But yeah, um, that's convenient. I didn't try the iPad because you know I found this out this weekend too. The HD HDMI adapter doesn't work with the third gen iPad. Oh, really? It says this accessory is not supported. So don't buy the HDMI don't adapter. Buy the, I don't think they even sell it in the stores the 30 anymore. 30-pin HDMI. Don't yeah. buy that. Just They want you to use AirPlay. They want you to use Air, hmm. AirPlay. Um, that makes sense. Kind of, except for now we except have $300 worth of those adapters laying around the office. Well, so you're also relying on your local Wi-Fi network. And right. some, some houses, their TV rooms, living rooms aren't yeah. in good range of Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was interesting. The, the performance on that was, uh, it was, I, I, so I tried to use it for live. I tested it, uh, just recording before. The neat thing about it is it saves a buffer like TiVo. So when you're recording, it'll just keep using hard drive space to save your entire session. You're talking about the app on the, on your on PC? The app on the, on the PC. Is it PC and Mac or just PC? Uh, PC and Mac. I didn't try the Mac app yet. Okay. Uh, when you go, when you want to, when you, if you do something you want to capture, you don't even have to go in at the time. You just come back to that session and you can roll back through the entire Play session and just record the stuff that you want. So, like, how, I was, how what's the buffer? How big is the buffer? Uh, it's just it buffers to hard drive. Oh, so, so it starts. To so, leave. yeah, you put it on a one terabyte drive and you have wow. t- 200 hours of, of space basically. 
Um, I think it's about a gig an hour is the default for 720p video, which is what, since Xbox renders at 720p generally, that's what I was using. So, like, I was playing well, Spelunky. Xbox renders and then scales up to 720p. Depends on the game. Yeah. The max Xbox yes. typically renders yes. is 720p. Um, I was playing Spelunky, which is like a 2D kind of roguelike platformer thing. And and it's the kind of game that you definitely don't want to show every single run. But on those occasions, you do have a good run. It would be really cool to be able to post that to YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for that. Because you can just leave it running in the background and then mash the button when you do something awesome and go back and record it, even as a, like a crappy editor. But you can import your movies into iMovie or, or Windows Movie Maker or whatever. So when you clip Vegas. out Vegas, like your your good run, uh-huh. you know, a five minute clip or something, or yeah. an hour clip whatever. from that buffer, how long does it take to export and save? Um, it seems instant. Like it's it's basically like a file right. file. It's like there's no encoding or anything and like that. That's, that's your full 720p, and that's your 720p. That's, well, it seems like there's a hardware encoder on the box. Otherwise, it wouldn't be able to do the HDMI pass through for the PS3. Can you do live streaming like out to no, Justin see, TV? So this is the thing you can't do, oh. um, at least not right now. So I tried it with uh, XSplit, which is kind of what everybody uses for live streaming stuff on the internet these days. Mm-hmm. Stream capture. Uh, yeah. so, but you can do it for, it, it works kind of like Fraps used to, but for live streaming right. on PC games. You can also use it to capture camera sources and things like that. Mm. So if if you have a capture device that shows up as a camera does, like the Hophog HDPVR, mm. uh, then you can just connect directly to that and live stream that out. Uh, we obviously that doesn't work for this uh, because of the lag on the, the well a it, the Elgato doesn't show up as a camera uh, and the only way that you can access that stream is by kind of sh- screen capturing a section of the screen. Oh yeah, um, and sucks. doing the preview. So to, like there was always basically if I was just trying to stream the video and not be able to talk to people at the same time, it would be fine maybe or okay. But if you wanted to have video, voice, and audio synced up, it didn't work for it's like that. It's double uh, the compression. Well, it's more because of the compression lag between the Elgato and the and the PC and than the anything app. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I mean, there's a pretty strong chance, given that the number of those things that they're selling, that the exploit guys will actually actively support it, uh, which would change that some. But for now, if you want to stream console games, it seems like the way to do that is the HDPVR, the Hopog HDPVR, which is, I think, 200 bucks. So we reviewed that, or, or quick looked at last year or the year before. Um, I'm going to grab, if it's here, I don't know if it's in the, one of the boxes that's here. I was going to grab it and try that with exploit tonight so I can do a how-to. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. I did that yesterday. It was, it was entertaining cool. and fun. And Spelunky is pretty rad. If you, if you like brutally difficult games that are all about mechanics and not about, um, you know, level memorizing levels and shit like that, it's pretty rad. So not super meat boy. Um, it's kind of like super meat boy, except for the levels are random. Like it's the same. It hits the, it, it scratches the same itch for me as super meat boy. Okay. In that, you know how when you play super meat boy and you die, you never feel like the game fucked you. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. It always makes you feel like... like I know that I made yeah. a mistake. Yeah. Like, that's why I died. I yep. failed. So, yeah, I've, I've been enjoying that. It's quite good. Hmm. Um, and it generates... The levels are random. So, it, it, like, it, once you're good at the mechanics and learned what to watch for... It sounds like an abusive relationship. It is kind of an abusive relationship. <laughs> it's your fault. I think Brad's really into fault. it, if I had to guess. <laughs> um, I deserve that. Yeah. I was asking for it. Yeah. Wow, this, is, this podcast is not for kids. Um, anything else, Norm? Uh, no, that's it. Yeah, good barbecue. Yeah, did you did you grill out yesterday? Didn't grill out yesterday. I made uh, I cooked some steaks, made some kebabs. All right. Watched the Pacifica fireworks. We'll talk about that in the in the outtakes. Uh, I've got a couple questions for us though. Emails. Well, but we do the other one. Emails. Yeah, we don't do emails. We do emails. No, 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 no. Questions. Boom. If you have a question for this is only test, the email address is podcast at tested dot com. Keep it short, under forty five seconds. Uh, don't 
don't let your you know don't let your dog don't make it sound like you're driving underneath a car while you're recording listen to the question and see if it sounds like the podcast not like that one norman gary did a couple of weeks ago but real podcasts what podcast here People is enjoyed that here is our first question Greetings, Tested Crew. I'm Andrew from Greenville, Pennsylvania, which, for a bit of trivia, has a tendency to catch on fire. All of the buildings on Main Street burned down twice before they decided to switch from wooden buildings to stone masonry. My question is, I'm in the market for a new gaming PC soon, and with Unreal Engine 4 and seemingly next-gen games being shown off at E3, I was wondering if the jump to the next console generation will be worth waiting for before upgrading, or if in your experience, hardware capabilities and requirements continue to rise at the same steady pace across console generation gaps with whatever new graphics card or versions of DirectX that are released. Lastly, would you rather hate everything that is objectively good, or love everything that is objectively bad? In either case, you compulsively feel the need to share your opinions with as many people as possible. Thank you for your time, and always be testing. Sounds like you do that already. What, hate everything I should impulsively love? Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm there. And, and desire to share opinions. Well, we definitely share it. opinions. <laughs> Maybe not Andy. Don't, don't rope Andy into um, this. So, uh, gaming PCs, video cards, and next-gen consoles... Here, here's the thing. Almost certainly going to be next, next-gen consoles in 2013. That is, at this point, say, 18 months away, maybe, maybe 16 months away, if they come out in August or October. Um, I, I don't think that there's any reason to wait for that to buy a next a gaming PC now. I think right now, if you buy a gaming PC, you can get an incredible amount of use out of it through the first year or more of that console lifespan. It may even last you through the first price drop if there's no good console exclusives at launch that you absolutely have to play. Yeah, and there are very few developers who who get preview access to actually develop for yeah. that new console. And given the game development cycles at this point are, you know, two years. Unless you're Activision. Unless you're Activision. And then you're failing at everything. But Okay. Uh, Andy McCurdy, ladies and gentlemen. Don't don't feel like you have to buy uh, spend four hundred or five hundred dollars on a video card. Spend three hundred and fifty dollars on a video card, get a GTX six seventy and then spend another three hundred fifty dollars in two or three years. In two or three years, yeah. and upgrade and sell that card for hundred bucks. Yep, I, I actually just went out and bought a six eighty. Um, Fool, unnecessary. I know. I did. Unnecessary. Well, you have a big I monitor know, though too. I love it. Are yeah, you running multiple monitors? Uh, no, just one. And how big is the monitor? Uh, Twenty seven. And uh, that's at so twenty five sixty by fourteen forty. Yeah. I'm sure I could have gotten away. And, you could have gotten away with the six seventy, but I'm sure you. You can turn on AA and stuff. Yeah, and the thing is. I'm one of those people that that typically does not upgrade every year or two. I, I like to get my my value out of the card, and so I will milk it for everything that it is worth. Um, and I'm excited because this is the first like top of the line video card that I've ever purchased for it's, myself. It's a good one to buy too if you're going to yeah. do a top yeah. line one. Yeah, no, it's awesome. a great card. It's awesome. Uh, it's the first time video card does that. You know, up to four 3D accelerated screens. Mm-hmm. Once, if you want to add more screens if, on that, and if you have games that and will support if you have that, games that will split yeah. that many screens. Uh, the good thing about this being the end of the current console generation is that you can get away with uh, not top of line card. Yep. You know, and still run everything at 1080. With much that will yeah. look much better than on the console, um, with, because with, the console hardware is running on four generations old, five PC generations old hardware. Case, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and the the difference this time is that uh, previously people were in kind of an arms race with PC games. Like if you look at the time around Crisis launch, which was I think around the last console generation, wasn't it? 
DX10. It was the, it was it was two years into yeah two years into the 360 life probably. Like the PC developers were trying to make games that would destroy your system because they thought it was kind of cool and badass, and then it turns out that nobody buys those games because they didn't think their machines would run them, and it, it was an abysmal, horrible failure for them. So now people are making PC games are making things that will run. Like if you look at Diablo three, that is a game that will run on pretty much any computer that that runs Windows seven today. Yep. Um, even if you look at stuff like Max Payne, that game that game runs really well on mo- very modest hardware by today's PC gaming standard, standards, or at least so I've been told. I, I and then a bunch that. of the games that were showed at E3 that are clearly for next gen console games, like the Star Wars game and, and the, also the, the the Watch Dogs game. Yeah, I mean you can't expect to buy a PC now today and be able to run those games at max next year because they're even though they're being developed on PC, uh, they're all running you know SLI or Crossfire multiple GPUs. Yeah. Uh, one more question. Here we go. Hi, Will, Norm, Gary, and to a greater extent, Chloe. This is Malcolm from Pendine, South Wales, United Kingdom. Home village trivia. Pendine has a NATO European Regional Test Centre for Munitions Engineering, which houses the best science equipment of them all, a rocket test track. My question is, uh, having started a job working from home, I'm finding it hard to focus on my work due to the home distractions and the abundance of the internet. As people that also work from home, I have to ask, how do you manage it? I'll spare you the would-you-rather, because that would be quite disgusting. Thank you, and uh, always be testing. That was a very well-produced question. Mm-hmm. A delightful accent. Well, it no longer applies to us, because we're no longer working Well, I, I don't think we can consider this um, fully-fledged office yet. Yeah, we we have some work to yet. do. Um, how do you deal with distractions at home, Andy? You know, the distractions on the internet are abundant. It, that they are. That they are. Um, you know, full screen mode in an OS X is a, I think... A, OS ten, you mean? Yes. Thank you. Just checking. Uh, it, it is a nice uh, added benefit. Hold on, have you come around to Lion? You didn't like I, Lion at first. I... I I still I still have some issues with Lion, but you know it was I got it. You don't have a, a choice. Yeah, I got it with the Retina. Okay, and so didn't really have uh, an option. You can't downgrade. roll back. Yeah. yeah, they don't let they don't let you do that. Right. Um. I I really especially on the small on the laptop full screen mode is badass. Yeah. Like I put open up a text editor, just make it full screen and just go nuts. And then when I'm done, I close it and and move yeah. back to what I was so doing. So distraction free. You know, I I don't want my Twitter uh, on. I I have to have IM on just because that's kind of our way of communicating to each yeah. other. Um, but, but do you leave like notifications and stuff on? Does it beep? Uh, it, or does it, it just flash? No in the dock? sound. It just flashes in the dock. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, it's, it's enough of a, um, you know, if I, if I start seeing like 10 messages, I know something is wrong and I should probably like check it. If it's only one message, I'll be like, ah, it's just will fuck it. him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, he doesn't have anything Spaces. important to say. Spaces is very spaces are well. You use spaces, and then you like mentally have a barrier. The last space is your distraction space. Is your not, guilt space? You're, you're yeah. not allowed to visit that space. Yeah, yeah. And so, good thing it doesn't loop around too. So if you start yeah, you scrolling to the start scrolling to the right, and you start hitting the end space, oh no, getting too close to the distraction right. space. The the biggest thing for me, and this is an old life hacker trip that, that Gina Trapani wrote about years ago, um, and I kind of updated it and rewrote it for this PC World thing the other day. Um, but yeah, I, I basically, 
I schedule the fucking around, like the, the distraction periods. Mm-hmm. So like if I need to write a story, then I spend, I block an hour and a half or two hours for it in the morning. And then at the end of that time, I'll say, okay, here's 30 minutes to go through emails, answer IMs, you know, fuck around on IRC, uh, answer Twitter messages, whatever it is that I need to do. And then at the end of that 30 minutes, either I get done early and go make a snack or get a drink or something, or I just go back to work at the end of that time. And, and to enforce that, I turn off all notifications. So I have I, I like do the bouncing dock icon icon for I am because you and I are in similar boats there, um, but like I, my email doesn't chime or bounce. Um, like there's no no notifications for anything, no Twitter message notifications, no um, email notifications. No, I do calendar notifications for fairly obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, basically no. The first thing I do is turn off all the notifications except for that the one little bouncing I am note. And that's incredible. That's been that like that has been the thing that made me a productive human being five or ten years ago. Now, um, when I used to be super distracted all the time. Uh, the other thing that that I find works surprisingly well for me is going to a coffee shop and yeah. and plugging in there somewhere outside of the home mm-hmm. that still has reasonably you know good access to the internet. Um, I find that I'm uh, rather productive there. So I'll, I'll walk over to Starbucks or something and and. Uh, you know, just kind of leech off their. It's like a proxy for the airplane. Yeah, like in the old less. in the old days before you couldn't get internet on the airplane. I used to do some of my best writing ever on the airplane because, com- like, what else are you going to do? You just Take sit there cramped Take in, chump sleep on airplanes. Sleep. Um, but now you have internet on airplanes, and that changes the whole the whole dynamic. You know, when I'm in Starbucks, I put on headphones, but I don't play music. Really? Oh, just I cannot the, listen to music. Sound in dampening. Just sound mm-hmm. dampening. Yep. Yeah. See, I do instrumental stuff. I listen to a lot of soundtracks and stuff like like Fez mm-hmm. and Journey and all and and Indie Game the movie and all those I've been listening to lately. Yeah. I need I need the 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 sensory deprivation too. Mm. So uh, that'll do it for us for questions this week. If you have a question, it's podcast at tested dot com. Uh, and keep it short, keep it legible, audible, whatever. Um, I'm gonna play the outro music and we'll, then we'll do some fake outtakes. Anybody have anything to plug this week? Andy, you got any appearances or any any titan quest or anything like that no no and norm anything titan quest comic-con that was a great game fantastic game game uh, i'm looking forward to decorating this office yeah um i get to bring in all my extra stuff that I'm, i don't have space for at home and i need to move out we got to figure out where the lego, lego shelf is going to be yeah. yeah uh so that'll do it for us this week uh we're back every thursday although maybe not next thursday i don't know we'll figure it out uh sometime between now and then uh but uh, always be testing and we will see you guys next thursday Oh, uh, today's outro is brought to you by KJN again. Bye. Hi there, I didn't see you. Tested. We're almost out of those again. We're we're running real low. Of the, Say more of the stupid outros. shit. Yeah, we need we need more stupid edits of stupid shit we've said. Once we get this uh, the studio set up here, we're doing Apple the Days again, and yeah. that's where all the gold comes from. That was the gold. Apple the Days. Uh, really tired Apple the Days. I have four months worth of saved apps. I've been buying and thinking, oh, we need to do this. Marathon. Oh, we need to do this. We, do a marathon. We, need, we could do an all-day marathon of app. A big live live No, 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 no. no. They, that, we don't own the rights to big live live anymore. What about live big? Big. We could do live big big. Yeah. Definitely do live big big. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh we're in the new office. What we were gonna talk about something a little while ago and I said no, save that for fake outtakes, and now I don't remember what it was. Do you remember? Nope. Oh well. Uh yeah, we're in the new office. It's uh beige. It's real beige in here. 
I don't think the color is beige. Super, it's kind of pinky beige. It's a little pink. It's it's like um pinky brown. Oh gosh. I think it was supposed to be brown and it turned out pink when the when it dried would be my guess. It's, yeah, a, a it's little like bit skin colored. It's 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 yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely skin colored. I don't know what we're going to do with these fucking wall, holes in the wall. Like we're going to have to build some fake backdrops for this uh Those are windows. There's a you can the stained glass window space. Those but we don't want those behind us when we're shooting. Well, I don't they know. They said that we could punch them out and we could just hang <laughs> pictures over them. Oh, we could we, we could just hang pictures over them. Yeah. yeah. It's not exactly. a bad idea. That's thinking outside the box. It's a secret. It's a little safe. Yeah. Exactly. It's a medicine cabinet. Yeah, exactly. That's where we hide our things. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's a room filled with opportunity and sweat. It's real hot in here right now. It is. It's we kind need of to actually get cool this down. air conditioner working. Cool no, the air conditioner is yeah. off. The window open helped a little bit. Oh yeah, it's definitely. It's not I, as hot. I felt as, the yeah, breeze from exactly. the street. Yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not getting that back here in the corner. I made a mistake. I chose the bad seat. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of the old office in the sweatshop, the the sweaty podcast room in there. Crack my iPhone screen. Oh, how'd you do that, Norm? Uh, it fell out of my pocket. That's that's it's uh, too tight corner. jeans. Yep. And the, you had the case jeans, on it and everything. The jeans were not tight enough. Uh, the front. Top corner cracked. Oh. Did not cover. Did not crack the LCD. So I think I'm just going to leave it and embrace. Uh, the, did you not uh, get, embrace imperfection? Did, did you not get super it, super duper Apple Care last time? Nope. Why would oh. I pay? Because you still have to pay 99 bucks to get a new phone. Oh fuck that. Yeah, I, I know. I know a guy who can replace the front for 50 bucks. But even then, I think it's end of life anyway. You think you're just apply that 50 bucks? You mean your nine month old phone is end of life? Yeah, just to exactly. be clear with yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. First first world one percent norm. <laughs> Um, did the back crack too? No, back was fine. I mean, okay, that'd be really sad if I didn't realize the back had cracked, and then it just, all just exploded out. And, and yeah, that'd awesome. That'd be really sad. sad I know my TV awesome. fixed as well. My Samsung TV broke yeah, last week. That was a and, that was a uh, surprise. Yes. Yeah, my Panasonic TV hasn't broken at all. Yeah, the uh, it was really cool. The the technician came and he took off the back of the TV, and um, you know, aside from panel, there were a bunch of control boards, and it's not nearly as densely packed as a PC, obviously. Yeah. Um. But there are some basic things here. Hey guys, an airplane. We're gonna have to insulate these skylights. They might not be openable. And um, and uh, there are some blinking lights. That are supposed to blink every ten seconds or so. Um, uh, and that indicates everything's working properly. And there's a lot of ribbon cables. Just like let's just take it apart. You just pull out ribbon cables from every different control board, and then you run the test again to see which control board is the one that's sending the bad signal. And once you realize it was the Y main and the Y buffer, upper and lower, you took out those three boards, replaced it, and everything worked fine. What, is, what does Y stand for? I don't know what Y stands for, actually. It's a great story. Signal. So is this a, like a Samsung technician who came out or an authorized? Authorized Samsung. They're a local warranty repair guy. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. He was wearing a Samsung shirt, though. You know, it's surprising. Was it a golf shirt? Yes, it was a golf shirt. Mm. With, the, with the, 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 the TV repair business is something that I, I remember as a kid, um, you know, our, our living room set blue or whatever. Yeah. But now in, in, I feel that we live in a much more... Uh, throwaway? Throwaway, just... You know, that's terrible. Oh, go to Best Buy, buy a new TV. No, don't buy a new one. No, well, I, I know, but I, I feel that that's what a lot of people do now. And so I'm actually surprised that there still are TV repairs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have contracts with, you know, the OEMs to, do, to fulfill warranty a warranty. Work. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it just makes more sense. I mean, 
you can go on eBay. And if I now I know, kind of like he kind of walked me through. You know, this is the blinking light, and I watched him do the, the test. There was no fancy equipment. It was just did unplug, he unplug it and plug it each time? Unplug the ribbon cables from one side, and then try it, and then you know the lights start blinking, and then unplug a different side. Oh, it's on this side, and the part numbers are all there. You can eBay, and I could find those parts. And you say, if you have a Phillips head screwdriver, you can easily replace it yourself. Take take twenty minutes, and it's plugging the ribbon cables again. Did you look at how much oh, the parts actually were? I did were? not. I did not check. That would be interesting information. Yeah. I, I, One I million do dollars. I mean, so did this cost you anything? Were you out nothing? <laughs> out nothing. Nice. Out nothing. Just, That's good. That's Thanks, good. warranty. Yeah, exactly. Um, Pro tip. Uh, register your products. Get six months additional warranty in some places. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? What else has been going on? I have Huey and Chloe at my house right now. Huey is Gary and Leah's dog. After the birth of their child, they didn't want to have to watch the dog since they were going to be in the hospital for a little longer than intended. And uh, they're derping around the house. Derp, derp, derp. Uh, Titan's out of his sling. Now. Oh, really? Yeah. Titan is your dog. Titan People, is my dog. Long-time yes. whiskey fans yeah, will they, know they Titan. Know, they know Titan from the old Sausalito office. Yeah. Uh, Titan tore his ACL on his back right. Was he leg. playing basketball? That's uh, no, how people usually tear their no, ACLs. No, I think he was trying to hump the neighbor's dog. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did he succeed or not so much? For a little while, yeah. Okay. And uh, He is kind of a humper. Yes, he is. Uh, and so... Uh, he had surgery basically to repair that. Uh, wow. And it's a 16 week recovery process. He's three weeks into it now. So you, so you can now like before you had to carry when he went outside, you had to hold up his ass end or whichever, wherever the bad knee is. Yeah. It's the back one. So it, it it's, uh, the first couple of days were, were rough. Um, I was carrying him up and down the stairs. I, I live in a three-story townhouse. And, and, the, and like the living area is the, the third floor. Yeah, my my office in the living room is on the third floor. So it was a, a pain in the ass to get him up and down the stairs. Sure. How many times a day does he poop usually? You know, it's funny. He uh, he reduced the number of times that he goes <laughs> uh, after this procedure because he didn't want to walk up and down the <laughs> oh, stairs. Poor Titan. So he, for a while, for the first couple of weeks, he was going uh, uh, maybe three times a day. Uh, wow. It's a big dog to go three times a day. Yeah. Oh. And and now he's back up to maybe he like 90 pounds, dude. four or five. He's he's 80. Yeah. 80. yeah. You didn't look big like a dog. dude that could carry an 80-pound dog up three it, flights of stairs, but I'm impressed. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then, you know, he was in the sling. Basically, it goes around his belly, and then it has two loops that you can hold yeah, on to. like a shopping bag. Exactly. And so, you know, we were taking a lot of the, the, the weight off of him going up the stairs. He still did some of it, but, uh, you know, the, the vet specifically wants him to use the leg. It's not in a cast or anything. It's yeah. just kind of open. Uh, but not too much, right? Right, exactly. So uh, for the first week, he was allowed to kind of be on five-minute outside times on leash only. Like, and, and of course, since he's a dog, he doesn't understand this at all. Exactly. And and so we have him on sedation, um, oh, okay. on medication to sedate him, uh, which, you know, isn't very fun, but it's more fun than having to go back to the vet. Well, and having him crazy, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, the yeah. thing is, if like my parents' dog had a knee problem four three four years ago and they had the same 12 12 or 16 week thing but i mean of course this is a little corgi so it's a little bit different story um but now he's he's normal like he can run and, and have fun and frolic in the in the grass and all the stuff that dogs are supposed to do so yeah that's what we're hoping for well fingers crossed man yeah definitely give titan a hug will do um anything else storm nope i you know i started watching uh veep 
season's over, so now it's a good time to watch. I, I have gone through the whole thing. There's only six episodes or something, but mm. that that is a fantastic is, show. Uh, you, did you watch In the I, Loop? I have. You have to watch In the Loop. I had to do some. Oh no, I'm watching The Thick of It. Oh, right, the sorry, other one. In the Loop and The Thick of It, both of those. Okay. Yeah. Which should I watch? Many. I have The Thick of It, but I don't have. Watch The, the Thick of It, and then the, In the Loop is the movie. Okay. And watch In the Loop if you just want to. You don't want to get through all The Thick of It. There's not that much Thick of It though. Yeah. Yeah. Watch that. Watch in the loop, and then watch. The, the unfortunate thing is the DVDs I have for that are region two, so I have to yeah. do some some shenaniganry to make them work yes. for for TV. Um, been watching the newsroom. Okay, uh, how's that? I liked the first episode. I did not like the second episode. I, that's exactly how I felt at, at all. And we can talk about this. This is. Um, we should talk about this with. Yeah, yeah. this is a. I want to talk about that with Gary too, because I know he's he's a Sorkin guy. But I I kind of feel like I'm Sorkined out. No, I don't think I'm Sorkined out. I think that there's some. Terrible characters in that show. Well, so you're saying he Studio 60 did? No, Studio 60 was much better. Oh, you, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. I like the characters on Studio 60 a lot more, even with what's his name from Friends. Um, you want to call it? Yeah. Let's. Uh, we'll be back. Are we gonna do? Do we want to commit to to show next Tuesday? You leave on what Wednesday afternoon? I leave on Wednesday uh, morning. Wednesday afternoon. Um, so we could do a show either on Wednesday morning or Tuesday. Let's let's plan to do a show. Okay. Okay. Yeah, show next week. See you guys uh, next week. Uh, and uh, no Adam podcast as of right now for next week, but maybe. But maybe. But maybe. So, uh, yeah, see you guys later. Bye. Bye.